This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast. Basement Chair here with Rich DeRiz and Basement Bookers. At this time, we will all stand proudly together and let out our hearts and say, We acknowledge him, Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. And now that the official ceremony has finished, Rich DeRiz will now move his mouth hole, say things, and some of them might surprise you. Most of them. <laughs> uh, don't fuck with my audio. Anyway, uh, we're going to jump straight into the NRB this week. Of course, that's news rumors and bullshit. Kind of an old term for this. Did you say straight? No. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Don't fuck with this audio. <laughs> um, what? I'm not fucking with any audio. Why? Yeah. Is that straight? He's like, after you <laughs> said the word straight, you had to make me say no. Ah, gotcha. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to do that. So, yes, but, like, like you said in our in our pre-record, yes, you got me fucking paranoid now. There is no pre-record, Richard Rez. What are you talking about? <laughs> this guy, it, it exists how paranoid only... you are. Exists only for you and me. Anyway. Come on, Rich, there is. Nobody. Basement Jerry would never gaslight you. <laughs> what about Jerry? What about Jerry? He's not here. He's not here. All right. Don't do the podcast with me. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, WB announced that sometime in 2023, NXT Europe will replace NXT UK. So not unexpectedly after that announcement, some releases uh, from NXT UK were announced. And those releases include Amale, Mark Andrews, Dave Massif, Millie McKenzie, Ashton Smith, Jack Stars, Flash Morgan Webster, and his fucking helmet, Wild Boar, Rohan Raja, Shah Samuels, Primate, Danny Luna, Nina Samuels, no relation, I checked, Zaya Brookside, Amir Jordan, Eddie Dennis, who's the one that I always mix up with Andre Chase, mm. Saxton Huxley, Sid Skaya, maybe that's supposed to be Scala, I'm not positive. Kenny Williams, Trent Seven, T-Bone, and T.O. Man. Some of those names I absolutely do not recognize, but I haven't watched NXT UK in quite a while. Look, at the end of the day, I'll never have to see another Flash Morgan Webster supercard for as long as I live. Mm. Not that I had to before because he disappeared with Cataclysm, but that's not the point. This means the future is paved clean of that UK jabroni. Uh, you know, honestly, if it weren't for me, there wouldn't be an NXT Europe. There wouldn't be an NXT UK. Um, I just think um, maybe I'm being a little bit selfish, but, you know, I don't need an extra show to watch. All right. You guys need to work with me. Just mm-hmm. make it. Just put it on. Just put it. Just It's all NXT. All right. Let's 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 just like that's what I thought was going to happen after Tuesday. But I guess I was wrong. It's just highlighting these talents so they can do their shit with NXT Europe. I, I think it's sort of, well, it might be just like bringing them over. Like now they're here. So the, what's the point of firing them from the NXT UK? If there's no NXT UK and is it, what's going to be NXT Europe or is that, 
is like uh there's no brand anymore is that what you're saying yeah there's no there's no presumably at some point i don't know if uh when nxt uk is officially going to close maybe you nxt europe will just take it over like they say they haven't really released the time frame but i think everyone coming over a was just like saying okay you're not in nxt uk anymore you're over here you know you deserve your promotion and everyone that hasn't been released but hasn't also been brought over they'll be the foundation of nxt europe so these new guys they're permanently nxt are they gonna like unify the championships both of like, those things, both of those statements are, I would assume, to be correct. Yeah, because that's what I would do. Because it doesn't make any – because I'm like, if you're not unifying them, why are you going to bring these guys over here to either A, beat the talent that's already established, mm-hmm. or get beat by the talent that's already established? And it's like, why do I care about the world's tallest midget mm-hmm. you know, taking on Braun Breaker? Right. You know what I mean? And apparently the NXT UK championship is currently vacant for the past 16 days. Well, apparently, I think it's Tate or something that mm. he had got that belt somehow. Uh, spoiler alert. So, uh, How is this? Did you not watch NXT? I watched NXT. I didn't watch NXT UK, so I don't know. Yeah, but why would he have the championship and hold it up? In the fucking ring if he didn't win it somehow. That doesn't make any sense. He's just going to bring the vacant championship. It's not a spoiler if I put put it together using sense. Like, what does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a botch. Ob- it's not really a spoiler if we don't watch NXT UK. You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't-, don't, but our listeners might. Okay, and they're not retarded. I believe in them. <laughs> and, you know, the basement book of us are the smartest people on the universe. I'm not saying that if you have something that you oh fuck. I've just got canceled. I just got canceled. <laughs> what I mean to say is the basic book of us, we ain't dummies. Mm. Like, how much says does it make that a guy comes into the to face off against a champion and is holding up a belt he didn't earn? Mm. Can we easily assume that somehow it was there something happened in NXT UK that allowed this guy to Tyler Bate, right? That's the guy. Yes. To be the champion. Yeah, it's fair. You to know what I that. mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like wait, what does that mean? You know what I mean? And like I don't even remember what Wade Barrett and the other guy said. Like, did they say he was uh, the UK champion? They like that's the not. thing. They did not say he was the NXT UK champion. See, that's where it gets confusing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. Um, let's see. Um, I'm not... Okay, so... Uh, June 16th, that's 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the last thing I see. Uh, on the 22nd... June 16th, 22nd episode of NXT UK, 7 turned on... Trent Seven turned on Tyler Bate by hitting with a low blow from behind after making a fake retirement speech. Oh, we missed a Mark Henry. Aww. Seven then slapped Bate across the face and declared that he never needed him before finishing the attack with a burning hammer. Mm-hmm. That sounds painful. 
But here, there's nothing listed about that. Mm-hmm. So it's very confusing um, what, the, what the plan is. Like, why does he have the belt if he didn't win it? You know what I mean? That's just confusing. Yeah. Or maybe they haven't done it yet. Like, I don't know. It's very confusing because I don't know why. Well, that. you're probably right in that it's something that just hasn't aired yet. I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to sound real stupid. Well, listen, it's a, it's speculation. It's a guess. It's an educated guess. I think it's a good educated guess. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. You're welcome. According to the Wikipedia, right, for mm-hmm. the NXT UK Championship, mm-hmm. it lists Tyler Bate as the current champion. Hmm. And according to this, he won it July 7th. 2022 rich what month is this august 20th okay it's august like what that's interesting he, so that says he won it yeah it's, it was in the a middle tournament. of Ilya off's title reign no remember i probably sorry all, i used all, the r word with rich all, i know it's all pre-taped um no Remember, you don't remember this, but at some point, Dragunov had to vacate the championship. Mm. So right, I don't so remember if he was injured or what, but he had to vacate the championship. They had a vacant title tournament. Uh, the quarterfinals were July seventh on tw- July seventh. I'm not gonna mm. say the year because it's this year. Mm. Uh, it was so in the tournament is Oliver Carter, who I don't know. Right. Maybe you said it. Uh, Charlie Dempsey. Wolfgang, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, Kenny Williams, Joe Coffey, and Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. So this is the quarterfinal. So Oliver Carter beat Dempsey to wrestle Trent Seven. Trent mm-hmm. Seven beat Oliver Carter. Tyler Bate beat Kenny Williams. And Joe Coffey beat Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. So after Tyler Bate beat Joe Coffey, you could make the easy guess here. Oliver Carter got beat by Trent Seven. Mm-hmm. So the final on July 7th, which is the same day apparently, they did it all in one day. The final saw Trent Seven get pinned by Bate. Mm-hmm. So there, that 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 solves everything. Yes, uh, according to WWE.com, uh, Ilya Dragunov relinquished the title on August 4th, and the title has been vacant ever since. See, this so, is where it gets confusing. Right. I think they t- they taped it July mm-hmm. 7th, and because WWE's ignorant of NXT UK, or, look, this isn't aired yet, so don't put it on the website, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, spoiler alert for a fucking match. I don't think this is fair, because you already know who the winner is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That now what happens to this? You know what I mean? I, I it's so confusing. So now people that are fans of NXT UK and maybe like don't get to watch, maybe they'll like look on Wikipedia. But then if they go to to WWE.com, they can see canon, which shows that Ilya Dragunov relinquished the title on August fourth, meaning he relinqu he relinquished it on the NXT UK episode that aired August fourth. So, yeah, they make this shit real confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, like they, like they could. I, mean, I think Wikipedia even does something where they say it, this is when it actually aired, but this was when it actually happened. Yeah. 
usually. Like for the WWE title, I know they do that. I don't know if uh, the if even Wikipedia, the Wikipedia freaking nerds are paying close enough attention to NXT UK for that. Yeah, I didn't mean to sidetrack your release thing, but it's good to know this stuff. It is good to, to know. Set this. the timeline for ourselves. So we're Another not like... thing that's good to know: the official length of uh, Walter's NXT UK title reign is 870 days. So that means he ex- East Roman Reigns still hasn't caught up. Correct. Right. So Correct. that means Walter is the longest reigning champion of the modern era. Of the modern era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a spoiler alert for Cast Clash at the Castle. Mm. I think uh, I think Roman should just win. Uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, by the way, I got yes. my reasons. Excellent. It, it, it's not true. Drew's going to put on a good show, but yeah. it's Roman. Yeah, but like the only thing that bugs me about Drew, it's like he says all this shit, and it's like, dude, he beat you. You know what I mean? He didn't just beat you. He beat you a long-ass time ago. Mm-hmm. So unless something's changed, you got a lot to fucking, you know, answer for here. Yep. Got something so what else? proven to do. That's right. And uh, speaking of proving, what else you got there? Prove, prove to the book of us why you have the news rumors and bullshit, but more so heavier on the news than the other thing. Chris, the cake Statlander announced on Instagram. Uh, that, that's a nickname I gave her just now, by the way. That she Oh, has, what? How dare you? I know. She has completely <laughs> torn her left ACL and lateral meniscus and will require surgery. No date is set yet for the surgery. So we oh, don't know how long she'll be out. Man, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Boy, does that suck for us. Well, you know, she'll be fine. I she guess will. Athena's going to have to work by herself. Without wings. This Did time. she break her wings? You didn't see Rampage? I didn't think they were broken. I thought she just left them there. Or did somebody fuck them up? Jade. Oh, Sledgehammer. I must have missed it. Get I off your super card. Listen, I can't. I can't. I have to get uh, the whatever the card is. You know, I have to get that one. You got. You got to do it at uh, Tony Khan speed. Just fast forward. Oh, I thought it was sign everyone. That too. <laughs> I, I I was listening to um, the part where we were we were talking about uh, Tony Khan asking talent to wrestle double at double speed and triple speed last week. <laughs> yeah. That was great. I'm I'm just I'm just walking down like freaking 69th Street, just laughing. It's great. All right, real quick though, how fast can you wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tony, I really want some TV time. I want to do whatever it takes, anything. How fast can you wrestle? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, to go. How fast can you wrestle? I think that's really true, though. I got to believe that. Um, that he but, asked uh, him to wrestle quick? <laughs> maybe. That, that the has, thought has crossed his mind. That for, for matches that got, get cut short for time, but they don't want to cut any spots, it's just a, a pile of blow on a table. It's like, all right, you got this. Honestly, I think Eric Bischoff or whoever it was is right that he books like a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I think we've actually discussed this. <laughs> Yes, that the that uh, an actual, I think it was fifteen year old would actually be better than he is at this. 
Depending. It depends on the, yeah, it's a case by case because you could have a real like, let me talk to you about Roblox before I book this (laughs) kind of thing. I don't know if that's what they're into. My nephew is. Sponsored Um, by Minecraft. Right? (laughs) Did you know in Minecraft you can do anything? Don't do that because watch if, could you imagine like with all this House of the Dragon bullshit that they were just doing like, Uh. (laughs) hey, House of the Dragon, to advertise that guy's. Don't even worry about it. We got a two out of three falls. It's the Dragon Slayer versus the American Dragon. With Ricky the Dragon sitting on ringside. <laughs> I was explaining this to my wife. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I'm trying to think, like, what else? What other dragons could they just, like, throw into there, you know? And, uh, did, hey, did special they... timekeeper, Dragon Lee. Yeah. Mm. Do they just not reach out to Ultimo Dragon? Honestly, I don't think they could afford him. Who are we talking about here? <laughs> I Tony mean, Khan? Uh, that is true. And if you're going to get a dragon, it might as, well, might as well be the last one. Exactly. You know, it might as well be. Dude only has a freaking moonsault named after him. Yeah, it just sucks that uh, House of the Dragon does premiere this weekend, and hopefully that's on what, done. On what networks? You forgot that part. Oh, HBO. There HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I should I should have done this after we talked about NXT UK uh, since you mentioned Drew. But as Drew referenced on Raw, he's been experiencing some lower back soreness as reported by ProWrestling.net and was pulled from last weekend's live events to help prevent further damage. Yeah, but he said because he was carrying the, the company. He said he was carrying 20 guys for the past three years. And then Roman Reyes proceeded to shit in his mouth. Mm-hmm. With facts. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like love that shit. Like, you're carrying who, buddy? Like, wait, what? It's like, listen. Yeah, you're, you're that... <laughs> carrying something, but it's not the gold. I love the consistency. Like, uh, we'll get back to the news, but you know how it is in this podcast. Like, when something comes up, it comes up. Mm-hmm. The Roman thing with Sami Zayn, and he's talking to him, and it's like, hey, Roman Reigns is so good. Mm-hmm. That I'm interested, I've been interested in Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Like, even more so, like, it's like really what got to me was, like, the amazing thing he did with the jackass thing. That, to me, elevated Sami Zayn in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I liked him before from the Nakamura thing, but then it's, like, the whole fucking stupid hat and the fucking, uh, once he broke out of that shit and became what this is, it's been hilarious. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's, like, He's one of those characters like in a TV show, like in a Breaking Bad or a Better Call Saul or one of those like a character that you you actually pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Like if shit went down with the tribal chief Roman Reigns and he was no longer there Mm -hmm. and we had to spend more time with Sami Zayn, you're not going to be disappointed, really. Right. Like it's not as good as a Roman Reigns story, but that's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Like characters like Sami Zayn, that shit lasts for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Like, which is what's impressive about him. But the whole point of what I was saying was the fact he's like, listen, you tell your buddy Kevin Owens, I don't want anybody shit. <laughs> like basically, like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know oh, what I right. mean? <laughs> like everything, like, every like every look that Roman was subtly giving to react <laughs> to the things that Sammy was saying. Mm-hmm was spot on it yeah. was so, like it was so subtle because like he wasn't not 
like he wasn't facing Sammy, but he but Sammy could see his face. So he didn't react to where Sammy would pick up on Roman picking up on his bullshit. Mm -hmm. But he reacted enough that we saw Roman picking up on his bullshit. And, that and, was so fucking well done. Roman Roman's reactions were fucking great. And Sammy keeping a straight face through the whole fucking thing was also great. And the fact that Roman Reigns manipulated Sammy Zayn. Oh, yeah. Because the Usos weren't going to be there. We don't know if that's the real reason, uh, right? They, well, they were across the border, and Canada does not like felons. That's That's right. So knowing this... They made Roman manipulate Sami Zayn because we know he doesn't believe he's anything to them. Because why mm -hmm. wouldn't he help Sami Zayn at the Intercontinental thing? It's not like he could get disqualified, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And it would the Intercontinental Championship would have been in the bloodline. But it's mm -hmm. like if Shane, first of all, once Sheamus started doing his what the beats of the Ballard or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like yeah, he's gonna win. And they keep talking about the Intercontinental Championship being the only championship to elude him. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, here we go. Vault is gonna have to fuck him up, or Gunter, if you want to call him that, he's gonna fuck him up. Um, yeah, so. I think Sammy going to the back, quote unquote, hurt, and then coming back out. Yeah, it was a swerve for the live crowd to get them like more interested or to well, to to recapture their interest. It's to keep them invested mm -hmm. because, like, this was Sammy Zayn night yep. on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. You know that the tribal chief was allowed that allowed him to have that platform. It was very nice of him, mm -hmm. but it was and you know there was a character breaking segment after the show, where with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens was there, and mm -hmm. that he you know he's proud of him and all these things and you know broke character. I missed it. I gotta look that up. Mm -hmm. Definitely do. I think I retweeted on Twitter. I'm not sure, but you can check that out. A wheel. Um, but yeah, all right, let's get back to the news, and we could definitely dig more into the genius of the Tribal Chief and whatever else, if I remember. Yeah, just while while it's on topic, did you roll your eyes like yes. I did when Michael Cole said something like Sammy Zayn Generico. Like Generico out here? Yeah, my lesson, we get it, you're free now, but that was lame. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do more with your freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. Say wrestler. Yeah. Well, he says it enough. Where it's fine, you know? I guess I don't even notice anymore. Exactly, because it's like, you know. And that's perfect. I'd say we've all acclimated pretty quickly um, mm -hmm. to things so far. Because remember, Triple H hasn't started burying our favorites yet. We don't know. We know maybe death. I have argued that maybe death has near death has changed him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So maybe he's different now, but. There's things in him, you know what I mean? Like, if he doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, we still don't know what he's going to do with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, we don't know. But I, I think he was a big part of getting him back in there. So I don't think uh, it'll be all that bad. Huh. Okay. Uh, so moving on, and this is a topic I know you and I had sort of discussed during the week. Wrestling Observer Radio noted this week that CM Punk calling out Hangman this week wasn't part of the company's plan, as Punk vs. Hangman is not planned for All Out. They speculated that maybe Punk was bothered by something Hangman said in a previous promo on Punk, and he wanted to address it in his first promo back. More interesting, though, is that Punk called out Hangman, then called him a coward for not showing, knowing that Hangman wasn't in the building, though conflicting reports that have come out since say Hangman actually was there, 
but couldn't inject himself into a promo that he wasn't scheduled for when he would have had to pass Tony Khan to get there. Fightful being a professional. Right. FightfulSelect.com added that Punk was so upset about Hangman referencing Punk's issues with uh, Colt Cabana that he went to management and told them he wouldn't lose to Hangman under any circumstances. He is a bitch. Yeah, that's not a good look there, Punk. What did I tell you, dude? I fucking warned everybody. I fucking warned everyone. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, not as much as I should have, but I, I'm pretty sure I rang the alarm bells about this guy. Yeah, because that's taking business personally and then making your personal, uh, your 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 personal preferences and how you feel, making that directly affect business that you should be doing. He act like his shit don't stink, man. Mm-hmm. That's CM Punk, man. That's who he is, man. And I'm glad maybe they'll finally figure it out over here. Mm-hmm. And he better not fucking even look in the direction of WWE. I'm sure he will. Oh, he will. I'm sure I'm sure he thinks that he can just waltz back in now. Yeah, but the I you know what, man? If I was H, I would say I'd be like, yo, what was that about his doofus son in law? <laughs> what was that? About that? Uh-huh. All right. Honestly, I think, and this this may shock you, I think we're being worked. I think this might be a work. It could be. It could be a work. I haven't ruled that out. But what leads me to believe that it's kind of not is the juvenile bullshit that he pulled when Moxley, who has nothing to do with this shit, was making his entrance. When he fucking lays there like a fucking douchebag. I'm sorry for the language. Like, you guys should know that I'm going to do snow angels. I got time. There's a warning before the podcast about rated off realness. And Mm -hmm. it's a little sweary right now because CM Punk is a sensitive thing, man, because I feel like he betrayed me personally. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like that. I'm on that MJF shit right now with that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. But the things people are saying, like, I don't know. Because, like, does it shock me? No, it doesn't. Not at all. Doesn't shock me at all. If it's true, and if it's not, it's like maybe because I'm like he's coming out. I'm like, why? Hangman's a face, mm-hmm. but he's acting shitty like a heel. Like is he mm-hmm. trying to be a heel? Because you know it's kind of hard to be a heel when you first come back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the whole thing with Moxley that. That bothered me, and I really hope the fact that they're giving away a fucking match that people are paying money to go see on free TV, mm-hmm. I think that's where the real heel turn is going to come. I think the match is going to be like a uh, you know a non-finish or something, and then they'll have the actual match at All Out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, best case scenario, Moxley beats CM Punk on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And they just take the belt off of him and just get rid of him. Or he can just leave. They won't do that, though. Like, Tony Khan, I think CM Punk got his hooks into him. And he's just going to do what he says. Because <sighs> he's a mark. Look, I, I I think really what's going on here is a thing that's happening to CM Punk that actually happens to all men his age. You know? And... Maybe his dick don't work. Listen, I'm not <laughs> I'm not accusing anyone, but there's things you can do. You know, I hear there's websites. I hear there's, you know, maybe next time you're listening to Jim Cornette's podcast, 
CM Punk. I'm sure he's got some ED shit you could get there. You know, like it happens to all men eventually. That you and know, it's not just you. I know. That's what I hear from um, uh, what's the name, Hank Thomas or whatever the fuck with uh, Nugenics Total T. Uh, she'll yeah. like it too. Yeah, she'll love it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, just get your shit together. Uh, we're all pulling for you, and I'm really glad he's straight edge because he looks like he's on meth. And I'm not the first person to say that. And it's not this isn't the first time you've said it. And I don't care how many times I have to say it. <laughs> Maybe he'll get help. Mm-hmm. You know, we all need a little help, brother. Maybe he just needs a burger or two. Uh, you know, maybe he needs to start eating meat. Yeah. Is he also a vegan? Oh, I don't know. Cause you know, it might help him to be nourished. Yeah. You know? um, anyway, good. I'm gonna stop because I don't want to be accused of like body shaming or bullying a multi-billionaire. Yeah, fuck that. You know, I'd hate to punch down. Oh, but but allegedly he lost all his money. That's why he came here, according to Mox. Uh, I, you know what? I believe him. If <laughs> we're doing what? Lawyer fees. Oh, yeah. Lawyer fees from suing everybody. Yeah, from suing <laughs> WWE, from suing his fucking best friend. Yeah. What up? That was my first red flag, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's been mentioned on this podcast that that was it right there. Yeah, best friends don't best friends don't fucking sue each other. I like I don't know. Like the thing that fucking that the, the easy thing that about that is like with me and you, mm-hmm. I would never. In a million years, for whatever reason, do that to you. To like, know. the fact that he was willing to do that, like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand it. It's like when I was a kid, and we used to, I used to have, like, hamsters. Mm-hmm. And, like, one day, the fucking mother ate, like, the kid. Jeez. Like, ate one of the babies. That, to me, was st- as stunning as that. Like, seeing a hamster eat its young mm-hmm. was what I saw when CM Punk, what I found out about CM Punk did to Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your fucking friend, man. How could you do that? You know, do you remember? You probably do. Oh, I'm surprised I remember. J.J. Uh, Dillon and Kevin Sullivan went on one of those, like, court TV shows. Yes! I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, they they told a story. Like, they're still good friends. It's just, you know, you didn't put a time limit on when Kevin Sullivan had to pay him the money back. So yeah. he just hasn't paid him the money back. Yeah. And so but he's what? like, well, now I need the money. So the, the judge was, like, empathetic because, like, they were still friends. And he's just like, judge is like, listen, I'll give you the money. You're good. Can we just shake hands and stay friends? And they did, and it was great. That's and, like if you're gonna sue, that's fucking how you do it. And that judge was Steve Harvey. Was it? Okay. I'm pretty oh. sure it was Judge Steve Harvey. I think it was. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what made it hilarious to me. That's why I remember that because that was when I first seen that Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> since a, when is he a fucking is judge? A judge. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, becoming a judge is as easy as getting ordained, Rich Torres. Must be. <laughs> it must be, because it was pretty easy for me. Yeah, man. Uh, and fucking Judge Mathis has a reality show now. Like, why? Like, I – maybe if I – I think even if I watched the show, I would not be interested 
in your family fucking life. Yeah, dude. Just not. Yeah, it was uh, definitely Steve Harvey, by the way. Just letting everybody know. Nice. So type it to YouTube, and I'll probably put it on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Uh, Judge Steve Harvey, J.J. Dillon, Kevin Sullivan. Or you could do Judge Steve Harvey, Kevin Sullivan, or one of the names. I don't need to teach you how to use YouTube. <laughs> it's just like Google since Google owns it. Yeah, so you could go check it out. So it's pretty I cool. think I posted on the Booker's page way back when I first saw it. If Cole, if CM Punk takes Colt Cabana on Judge Steve Harvey and hugs him and then blows him on TV, I'll forgive him. But until then, I don't want to hear shit. They might need a different TV rating for that. Mm. Tony Khan, make it happen. Put that shit on fucking Bleacher Report or whatever. There you go. I'll have to bleach <laughs> my eyes after that shit. <laughs> exactly. All right. 40 minutes, baby. Moving on. <laughs> Fightful.com know that an unnamed talent contracted to AEW was contacted by WWE's talent relations department. According Cesaro, to, you snitch. <laughs> according <laughs> to the story, the talent directed the person that contacted them to their agent. And the talent also notified AEW executives, which could open WWE to a potential charge of tampering with a contract. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, this isn't something we had heard of in the Vince era, so I wonder if Triple H is just being like overly aggressive in trying to get people back. But I think it's like sending ooh. feelers, and like maybe it's Dustin. I feel like actually I don't know I don't know how loyal Dustin is to Tony Khan, right? I have no idea. So what do you think? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you know what? If anyone, it was probably Adam Cole. Bet that. I was gonna say, what if it's MJF? Because you know, we know this is a work. It certainly could be MJF. We know it's a work. Mm -hmm. It's that good of a work that no one knows it's a work but us. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Which got? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not related. So go ahead. Uh, it's gotta be rough for Adam Cole, right? It's like you came here to be with your buddies. Mm -hmm. You're not really doing anything. They're all hurt. Yeah, they're all hurt. Fucking Kenny Omega's on his last legs. That was rough. Um, oof. I, like, I'm not you a mean Kenny. Kenny, by God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dude, this is going to turn into a podcast. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, it was more uh. like Kenny. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Like, oh man! I'm like I, I like, I almost wish I was there to just like throw a towel in there. It's like mm-hmm. this is dangerous. This is not safe. Yes. Yeah, so, like I so, get you're scared of Triple H right now, but this is mm-hmm. not the way. So commentary mentioned that he was wearing like the, a shoulder brace to protect his shoulder and a compression shirt. Now so, you're telling me to hide his fat. Right. <laughs> like, right. obviously. We know like, what a if I could, I would too. Yeah, we know what a shoulder brace does. It didn't seem like it was actually bracing anything. We know what a compression shirt does. Mm. It compresses. I think it's, you know, a lot of Elden Ring. You know, Probably. a lot of working on um, the, uh, the video game. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of just chilling. Like, you bust your ass the way these guys do. It's like, hey, man, I love video games. You got all this money. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine yeah, the dark side I, of the ring and he's just like, those mobile games, man. 
<laughs> Some kind of <laughs> he spent gotcha. all his money on mobile games. He, no, not just yet. Gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gotcha. Some fucking game. Uh, it's hilarious. By the way, what I was thinking before, in like maybe at, like an indie show where like hope, like maybe at a show like where there's no kids. Like if if they do a wrestling show like at a bar or something, right? Yeah. And Jeff is there, and someone decides to call him out, and they're just really pissed at him, like. Mother J fucker, get the fuck out here. Imagine? Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, last bit of news, at least for now. A graphic novel called The New Day, Power of Positivity, was released this past Tuesday, telling the story of the origin of the faction. It was written by Evan Narcisse, who did Rise of the Black Panther, and Austin Walker, who did Friends at the Table, with artwork by Daniel Bayless, who did Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I, I if it's about the new day, maybe I'll check it out. I'll grab it somewhere mm-hmm. and I'll um talk about it. But we all know the story. Well, we know part of the story. We know the story that they want us to know. Yeah. There might be additional details. It might be there might be some fabrications in there, some stuff written. You know? Mm. Dunno. How much is fact and how much is fiction? How much is this graphic novel? I don't know. I didn't look that up. Whoa, that's nuts. All right, so last week we recorded Friday night during Rampage, so we didn't talk about Rampage last week. Uh, I actually don't have anything to say about last week's Rampage. Uh, It was uh, the Rampage where Sonny Kiss turned on Orange Cassie, or he turned heel. (laughs) Rampage hat foot in the groin. His foot was in his <laughs> groin. That's that's Tony Cotty. Like, all right, how do I spike ratings? I know. A sunny kiss heel turn on Orange Cassidy. <sighs> Fucking numbers, man. They must have beat everybody. This week, right, is the follow-up. Yeah. They, how do you follow have, that up? <laughs> I don't know. I, I literally don't have anything highlighted for either episodes of Rampage. Hmm. So, was not great. So, let's go to this week's Dynamite. Dynamite. There it is. So, that's where we had Punk open the show with his promo. I thought I thought the whole segment was very good. I know you didn't like Punk doing the, the uh, Snow Angels. The Snow Angel thing. The whole inside baseball. Like, basically, he listened to a Cornette podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did or not, but this, that's a joke because he's like, oh, I hit you, but I'm afraid you bleed all over me. It's like, all right, we're we're all aware that he likes to do that. You're mm-hmm. not saying anything new. Yeah, it's kind of lame, low hanging fruit for CM Punk. Although we joked about that last week. Yeah, we talking about Ric Flair and Mox. It's a little bit different. We're it a little is. bit creative with that. It's like, we're sure, I'm sorry you bleed all over me, but last week's was hilarious. <laughs> you know, just gently. Chris Jericho just gently removing his earring, thus causing uh, yeah. blood to spray all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and he was even spilling on the earring. Like a horror clean. movie. It was uh-huh. clean. Mm-hmm. At least in a horror movie, there's some something on it. Like the earlobe would still be attached. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying that you could do that there. Obviously, it will be fake as fuck, but have something. It's like, look at this nice, shiny, brand new almost earring. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so going on with Dynamite, uh, Danny Garcia and Brian Danielson 
good shit. Brand like, yeah, yeah. Just despite the branding and there being all the dragons, it was a good match. So it was when a very good match. Brian Danderson mm. and Danny Garcia, not Danderson, mm-hmm. join forces. Would they be Daniel Bryan? They they certainly could be <laughs> Daniel and Bryan. Yeah, they would not do that though. <laughs> Can you imagine though, if they decide to? Do... That would be funny. I'm out of the Blackpool Combat Club, guys. I'm glad we could split as friends. No, but Garcia could join. Not for the argument of this. You can't have yeah. like a faction in a faction because if they're a tag team, I guess mm-hmm. they could. All right, guys, listen, we have a new member. Everybody welcome Daniel. Uh, and now we're going to be Daniel Bryan. <laughs> and I hope you guys are okay with that. We're, uh, we're going to bring tag team gold here. Okay, so we're the tag team champion. And uh, no, I'm the tag team champion. No, I'm the tag team champion. And then they'll just do that. They'll, they'll just have that argument. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I know it's a joke because Brandon Dadder said he's done with that sports entertainment bullshit. Mm-hmm. Also known as fun. He's done with fun. <laughs> Apparently. Mm. Uh, I don't have anything else highlighted one way or the other for Dynamite. That's great. Yeah. So we can go straight to Raw. I know, no red highlights at all this week, in fact. Uh trying to think if I could even have one. The answer is not really. Because WWE has been better since Triple H took over. Overall, as a whole, uh, I agree. Like, mm. not not even like a joke. Like, I think I think things are going well. Um, mm. So, uh, hopefully they keep going well. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you... Well, I do... It's not so much a red highlight, and I did comment on this before the meme went around. Like, the Judgment Day do kind of remind me of three friends that really enjoy the role-playing game Vampire the Masquerade. Because mm-hmm. that... Damien Priest give me them vibes, man. They all are. It's like, I'm trying to figure out what vampire clan they're in. It's like, well, this mm-hmm. one's a this one. All this nerdy shit. Um... Like, I don't care about Edge versus any one of them. Right. Um, I really think that group's on the way out unless they do something like like now. You know what I mean? Like, do something. I think uh, Triple H is, kinda, is trying to let some of the storylines that were they were in the middle of, trying to, like, let them run their course so they can sort of more naturally progress into his vision. So, where in his vision does it include a family, the the Ezekiel Elias family? Because that shit's, even though that shit looks like something from the Vince, because that's a Vince thing, mm-hmm. I feel like. I thought, and probably like everybody else, that last week, when Kevin Owens killed Ezekiel, mm-hmm. that that was the end of this. But apparently it isn't. Oh, we, it just we, got deeper. We now know media, what most of the family looks like. Yeah, social media uh, introduced us to the rest of the family, including Elrod, the much speculated Elrod. 
I, I, for some reason, I thought Elrod would be darker. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. And uh, I gotta say, like, I, I guess it's his dad. Like, he's got really strong genes. Yeah. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Or maybe genes it's his family. mother because wasn't his like grandmother there or his mother there? And they she all looks are. just like like uh, they all. It's weird. It's almost incestuous in a way. Mm. Like I don't know what's going on there. Where are they from? It's got to be the South somewhere, right? I I would think so. Yeah. We love the South. It's a joke, guys. Come on. Yes. Come on, man. There's parts of the world. Shit. There's parts of the East that are fucked up. Come yep. on, man. Come on. True story. You ever been to the hillbilly side of New York State? Come on. Nope. <laughs> Avoid. Yep. All right. Uh, so we had Alexa Bliss. And Asuka defeat Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. Asuka got submission with a modified cross arm breaker. I liked that. I like that she's being allowed to show more of the old NXT Asuka. Yeah, I'm definitely fine with that. Mm-hmm. Over. And this is something that's plagued me. The fact that Alexa Bliss can pin Dewdrop. Mm-hmm. Like that bothers the shit out of me. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, yes, I know she's beating people like Nia Jax, but not that easily. Right. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Like physics is real, bro. Mm-hmm. Like she's huge. Like you should be having a harder time with her. And it's bugging me out that they're not. Yeah. If one athlete is so much larger than another athlete that she looks like she could literally just toss her across the ring and shows us. That she can literally just toss her across the ring. She shouldn't just be pinning her for the one, two, three. At least not easily. Yeah, but no joke. She could just sit on her chest. Like, yep. how is she going to get up? Mm-hmm. She can't. Yeah. Meanwhile, if Bliss sits on, sits on Dewdrop, Dewdrop just rolls. Exactly. Or, like, literally just do that thing that they do where they, like, power and just, like, just like a press slam off the yeah. apron. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not an Alexa Bliss hater. I'm just saying, like, maybe choose her opponents more carefully where it makes sense. I agree. And but, do but drop, again, I, I mean. I, I, I think they're, they're – it's still a transition phase. Like I said before, they're trying like, to I, I see finish what you're up saying, the storylines. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that, like, then she should be beat like that. Right, like, I don't I, understand. I agree. I think – once Triple H's division takes over in full, um, I think we'll get more of an explanation, more background into Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Mm. Because, you know, they're both from the same country. Maybe make it about that because right now it's not their their alliance isn't about anything. Right. Like we still it, don't know why they are a tag team. I think they're from like this well, I know we don't know this. Mm. But it's like it's almost, it's almost like it's because they're from the same part of the UK, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like about it. Right, but they haven't told us that. At least in a promo mention, you know, we're from we're from we're both from Scotland. We both came up in the same indie promotions over there. Boom, there you go. That's all you have to do. Just do it on TV. Just say that. Yeah, that's all. I, that that's what I meant, though. You know, like. Yeah. They didn't say it, and I shouldn't have to put it together, but that's the only thing I can think of right now that, like, connects them. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I, I'm just realizing I didn't say it. I called it that Kenny would be the tag partner. By the way. Oh my God. Called we it. all listened to I last week's it. episode. Yes, it. you called it. You called, called a really it. bad move, and I apparently it. I called it that he wasn't fucking ready. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody could be right about it. It's this. not Kenny that wasn't ready. It's his compression shirt that wasn't ready. No, that motherfucker was not ready. <laughs> like, there's no way. By the way. The mm-hmm. difference between Vince and Tony Khan is mm-hmm. that he would have never cleared Kenny. Yeah. He would have never cleared Kenny to do that shit. Mm-hmm. And it was like, a wrong gotta move. Get, you got to get in ring shape first, bud. Mm-hmm. Not just ring shape, but you got to be able to safely do this. Yeah. All right. Moving on from things we already talked about. Uh, Drew's promo from Raw. I thought that was very good. I thought everybody's promo in that segment was good. What about Kevin Owens? He was in the same segment. Yeah, the whole thing. And, like, the the fire behind Kevin Owens. Kevin, that's one thing Kevin Owens has always been able to do, and that is bring intensive, intensity and believability to a promo. Yeah. Like, he believed what he was saying. Like mm-hmm. he, it was almost like he was offended. Yeah. By what uh, Drew said. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, both of you are right. Do you not recall, like, Kevin Owens, you were on SmackDown. You were feuding with the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a lot going. You had that uh, Seth Rollins thing you were doing, you know, and Drew, he was on Raw. Uh, he beat Brock Lesnar. He was a champion. So technically, as a champion, we could say that Drew was doing more than Kevin Owens. But at the time, it's like, it was mostly equal, mm-hmm. just different shows. It's like you both were carrying a different shell. So mm-hmm. you're both right, and you're both incorrect. But, yes. you know, everybody else benefits from the fire being displayed by these two men. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, I shouldn't address this now. Fuck that. All right. Uh, next highlight uh, was Lashley and AJ. Um. I'm a fan of Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a fan of AJ. And what else can you say? Like, you, you got a good wrestling match. Yep. Even with the extracurriculars of fucking Dexter Loomis jumping the guardrail and getting taken out by security. Yeah. It's, but, like, is he the one that's also going around setting garbage cans on fire or whatever? We don't know. You know, like, this is starting to remind me of a less ham-fisted retribution thing. Yep. You know, like, where the stuff is happening, but it's spread out. And, like, everybody's like, what's with the Dexter Loomis thing? What's going on there? It seems to be during the AJ Styles stuff. Like, is he after AJ? You know, we don't know. Uh, Because, like, he's all, it's also, like, when the Miz is around. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Champa's around, but they're around when AJ's around, so we don't know who exactly he's after. Mm-hmm. And another thing um, that you just reminded me of, like the, the garbage fire, you know, the less heavy fist of retribution thing. I'll tie this in. You'll see where I'm going with this. In an interview, so. in an interview recently, Eric Young said he would do anything for Triple H. Oh, could be insanity. Now, I don't know about his impact contract. Mm. 
don't know when. I'll say fires. it's not very ironclad. I would think people working with them would make sure, like when they came back, that they made sure they could get the fuck out again. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, like I said. I don't know the terms of his contract. I don't know when it expires, but maybe this is sort of like. Like, maybe it expires in, like, two, three months or something, and they're just going to do this kind of chaos up until his contract is up, and then they'll sign him, and then it'll be revealed that it was sanity all along. Maybe. I guess we'll see. We'll see if uh, Triple H is real serious about bringing all his guys back. So could you imagine sanity with Eric Young and Damo, Nikki Cross, and Piper Niven? That would work. I mean, that's if they let them get her name back. I know it's being talked about. Yeah, I I, I think what I think as soon as Dewdrop's name got mentioned, Triple H is like, ah, yeah, we're gonna do something about that. Mm. We're gonna fix that ASAP. Yeah. And not for nothing, I know it's not entirely. It's probably not entirely Lacey Evans' fault. But I hope she gets another shot at doing something on TV. Yeah, like just everything w- with this main roster run for her has been stop, start, stop. You know. Look, firstly, everything. I'm seeing a lot of red flags here, and I think we should check the uh, paternity of that kid. <laughs> I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. And I, I I understand the ridiculousness, guys. I'm aware of how old allegedly the chairman is. Mm-hmm. I like how but that gets in allegedly. He's an extraordinary individual, Richter mm-hmm. is. Like we yep. don't know. Like these grapefruits, they might have swimmers. Why not? Like we don't know, but I, something shady here. Like Vince disappears and she disappears, like at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I it can't just be because he's like working on her thing. Like was it I-O. that sucks though. That's gotta suck for her. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm saying a lot of words that could be misconstrued. Mm-hmm. But like can you imagine the chairman himself is working with you exclusively on this character? Mm-hmm. A dream come true. And before you know it, the rug gets pulled out from under you, and you're just fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's a story here somewhere. Yeah. Like just, just in general. If I this were she... the old days, Stephanie would humiliate her on TV in an angle or something. Yeah. yeah it would be Trish Stratus all over again. <clears throat> she, she'd, she'd slap Lacey. She'd fall like face first into like a, a pie that's sitting there because. They're in catering, and then Lacey runs off and never be seen again. Oh, I've got. I'll do you one better, and mm. everybody is gonna understand this reference by what I'm about to do. Now, <clears throat> bark like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if Stephanie, you all remember that shit. I do. If Stephanie <laughs> did that to Lacey, that should be on OnlyFans. I'm just saying. Oh, Trish Stratus is so hot. She yeah. was so hot. Like, I felt so bad for her. And, like, mm-hmm. you could never do that now, but she, she looks so hot. I'm <laughs> just like, yeah. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hottest bark in the business. <laughs> Moving on. I'll the bark like a dog. 
Main event. Theory <laughs> versus Dolph Ziggler. Another fucking... That's event. one of those, like, fucking... Excalibur was watching. He had to fucking get the Kleenex and fucking moisturize. <laughs> He's like, oh! <laughs> he, he skipped from the beginning of the Vince McMahon, Stacey Keebler meme to the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's like red eyes right away. Mm -hmm. lasers just fucking shooting out <laughs> like that like he's covered in ectoplasm that was a ghost yeah. it slimed me <laughs> that what was good seven matches on raw i said one two three you said five in the text to me maybe it was messenger yeah so. five matches on a three-hour show and it was a solid show it did feel like three hours which is really what you want yeah, at so, least from my um, experience. Yeah, the opening segment was long. Drew and Kevin Owens was long. Seth had a kind of a long segment there, and like some of the matches went three full segments. Yeah, what's the deal with Seth? I wonder if they're leading into the gimmick I wanted to give him, which is just true to life that he just hurts people. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like, listen, there's a chance that he will take you out. Mm -hmm. You know. And even if he's just wrestling a match, you know, maybe he doesn't, maybe he likes you and you, your career could be over. Like, mm -hmm. you don't know who you're fucking with. That that could be his thing. Mm -hmm. Could be. Maybe All right, doing Sting. That. You know, Sting never wrestled again after that. Not ever. He doesn't wrestle anymore. He just jumps off shit. Yeah, he just falls off things. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, it's like he, he took like Ric Flair's insult to Mick Foley to heart. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, I, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, where he's like, he's just a glorified stunt man. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. moving on to NXT. Uh, in the opening match, we had uh, Carmelo Hayes uh, beat Giovanni Vinci to retain the North American Championship. Do you know the move that he used to win? Wait, say again? The move that Carmelo Hayes used to beat Giovanni Vinci. It wasn't that leg drop off the top rope he does. Nope. It was different. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a move we know. It's a move we saw someone use kind of regularly 20 years ago, give or take. Oh, I don't know. It's the West Coast pop. Oh, the one that fucking Ray can't do anymore because his fucking knees are shot? Yep. <laughs> I wonder, why will not you just learn from Rey Mysterio and not do it? Unless he's doing it a different way, because, like, Tuesday was a long time ago for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not sure if it, if it's the knees or what. But ultimately, it's a, it's like, it's a Frankensteiner where you just hold on. Yeah, that's and right. Just, yeah. And then you pin the guy immediately afterwards because you're holding on. I wonder why he went with that. Maybe he's just introducing that into his arsenal. Could be. It could be like a thing that he pulls out every once in a while because that would make more sense than like destroying yourself. Yeah. Because that like Ray had to adjust his style. Like he doesn't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And landing off on your tailbone off of that leg drop is not good for your career. You can ask Hulk Hogan. Fabian Eichner is still his super card. Excellent. Why is it Giovanni Vinci in there? Uh, probably next year. Maybe. All right. Mm. Solid match with a predictable ending. Like, there was no way he was going to lose. 
Right. Because he doesn't miss, from what I understand. Yeah, the, the the match wasn't amazing, but I popped, no pun intended, for the West Coast pop. Mm. Uh, da, 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 we had Gallus. Gallus that's, one, that's, that's one of those things I didn't care about. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't care about Gallus. <laughs> like... All right. it, well, listen, I wasn't I really into them, but you you can it's it's not no knock on you, bro. Like Joe Coffee is very good at what he does. I kind of wish that wasn't his name because both of those words mean coffee. Yeah, but listen, I didn't fucking name him. No, you didn't. It could have been Coffee Joe. Could have been. I want. I wonder if it's his real name. Let me see. Joseph Coffee is his there name. There you go. He is billed as five foot eleven and is uh thirty-four. All right. Nice. Enough of the stats. Uh that's actually all my highlights for the show. Although I was a little torn with uh Santos losing to Tony D'Angelo. Well, you know, you're torn for the right reasons. You know, it just means that eventually he'll be on Raw or SmackDown. Probably SmackDown. But I don't know. SmackDown's kind of crowded. Like, you got maximum male models, which I kind of feel might be on the way out. Mm-hmm. And Hit Row. Hit which... Row. That's how you guys say it. Yeah, well, no, I won't because I don't okay. like them like that. Um, <laughs> What else? Um... I think it's just the well, the bloodline, but the bloodline is everywhere, so that doesn't really count, does it? Yeah, nope. They um, got all the belts. They got their own tier, so mm-hmm. they're on S tier. Everything else is A and below. Um, I, it's a good question. It might be Raw, because I don't see like I I I I think SmackDown was my first guess too. But that, that's be, a Vince thing to try to get exactly, the to exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. Like it's old thinking. Mm-hmm. So it could be either thing. But the and and why Santos would transcend is he's just good. Yeah. No. It's like like yeah, Ray's good, but he doesn't speak English too well. But Santos is good. He's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. He he looks the part. He acts the part. He's been doing this for fucking what twenty years or so. Now is it Escobar that's out or the whole group? It's just Santos. Okay, but that means they can leave if they want to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't bring them together. Yeah. Like, you, the, the, I, I trust Triple H to know that the package is the package. Hi-yo. Like, once you, once you break it up, it's no good. Yeah. What, like, what they could have done, they could have had Santos win, and just, and just have him tell Tony, you know what, you could have NXT. We're leveling that's, up. That's the group that you want to do right here. Yeah. Um. You want to do, and his all right dream scenario. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day ends. Like eventually that's over, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I think it's soon. Like I don't know where it fits really. Like you could just ditch judge the Judgment Day and just have Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest as a unit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't have anything against Finn Balor. I just have a thing against the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Um. And Legato is how you turn Dominic heel. Mm. Joining them. 
Like, remember how Legato got formed in the first place? They were kidnapping people. Remember? They they were kidnapping people. I don't remember. Because they, I forgot which one it was. Was it whoever the the two guys they have with them? Joaquin Wild and Cruz. One of them was kidnapped right from mm-hmm. the parking lot. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. So, like, they could pull the same thing with Dominic Mysterio. Like, I don't know if they'll do it because it's like there's a lot of, like, beating the shit out of this kid right now with the Judgment Day thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, if they came and they fucking take out the Judgment Day and it's just to replace them as a superior faction and then just pull Dominic in the fold. Like, at mm-hmm. first, everything's all good and hunky-dory. It's like, wow, these guys are good guys. And, you know, Ray's like, listen, you can't trust these guys. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, damn, my friend's dead. You know, the, mm-hmm. they're they're just as Mexican as you are. Or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and just, you know, they know about Lucha. Mm-hmm. And it's like, listen, I'm going to hang out with my new friends. And then little by little, the heel things happen. And the heel things happen. And then it gets easier for him. It's like, wow, you know what? This is easier. Because they know what they say in Star Wars. Luke asks the question. He asks the question to Yoda. Is the dark side stronger? What does Yoda say? Yoda says, no. Easier. More seductive. Mm. Boom. That's that. There you go. Once you stray down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. I got to say. I don't remember hearing that in whichever Star Wars that was in, but that's a good explanation. Yep. I I think it's Empire Strikes Back because that's when he first meets him and he asks about the dark side of the force. Mm -hmm. And like all your – like a lot of storylines you write, I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. I think one of the things holding Legato back, and I hate to even say that, but – You're talking about the language barrier? No. Because Escobar's got great English. Yes, yeah, San- yeah, Santos is great. I think Electra's a little green in the ring. Uh, you know what, man? I it's been a while since I've seen her in there, and I think there's a reason for that. And mm. I don't think she necessarily has to wrestle. She could just manage. Exactly. And just, you know, this is the triple H, you know? Mm-hmm. And HBK knows what um these guys are capable of, you know, it, That's I, right. I, I kind of feel like, like we could call this the, okay, what do you want to do? Era. I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't have HBK's promotion in your um, news. Or did I not hear that? I didn't see anything about him getting a promotion. Yeah. He got promoted. I forgot what it's like a uh, vice president of talent relations or something like that. Wow. Cool. Good fam. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Let's keep going through that, this. That, that explains why he announced the NXT UK thing and the NXT Europe. Did you like that? I didn't watch I it. Think, hmm. should, should I watch it? No, it's nothing okay. big. But, like, I, I, it's very interesting what's happening with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, how they're, like, evolving to basically just take over. Yeah. DX you, really... DX legit took over. And the, can the you imagine if HBK like was still kind of like the old HBK and trying to run this shit while Vince McMahon is trying to ruin it? Do you think? Do you think they would have contests each week on Raw and Dynamite to see 
who could snort the biggest pile of blow? Who snorted blow on Raw? Well, Michaels back then. Oh, Maybe. back in the day. Well, yeah. no, I think uh, when it comes to you that. You said Michaels uh, then. So. Yeah, the HBK of then would uh, – no one will be able to come close from what I hear mm-hmm. of the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was promoted to the vice president of talent development creative. So it's talent development creative. In uh, so NXT. Yeah. So it's – let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. The rebranding of UK to – Europe makes sense, given that, you know, Walter and uh, what's the name? Ludwig Kaiser came through there. I like that uh, their core was British, but they had a bunch of really good non-British talent as well. Tony Storm went through there. She wasn't yeah. British. Is it still isn't British, as far as I know. As far Rhea as Ripley. Know. Rhea Ripley, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That was a big get, I yep. would say. Um, Rhea Ritley, uh, you know, Falter, uh, th- those are probably the biggest ones from there. Like, obviously, Tony Storm, but she's not there anymore. So. Exactly. Man, it's too bad that uh, Triple H didn't uh, take over sooner, man. We still have Tony Storm. It's a bummer. Yeah. Should have oh. waited. Got to be mm-hmm. patient, guys. <laughs> Well, I mean, you never know, you know, the, you, you, especially if you're a woman, you know, in that business, it's not a, like as long of a career as like a dude. Mm-hmm. Although Trish Stratus is coming back on Monday. So I hear. So uh, she's probably because it's have Canada. A, yeah, she's probably not going to have a match. Well, it's, it's specifically Toronto. I don't um, think she's going to have a match. I think she's going to not on Raw, but I think she'll have a match. Hmm. Like a dark match? No, I mean, to, her being on Raw is probably the lead to a match. Oh, like at the pay-per-view? Hmm. Maybe, not, not so, maybe not at the pay-per-view, but a match down the line at like a show. Which maybe mm-hmm. she, you know, but either way, it'll be fine. They're trying to get that money over there. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, like I said, I don't have any other actual highlights in NXT. Um, Roxy, um, should work on her promos. She should yeah. work on, she should work on not repeating the same promo a couple weeks in a row and just getting like slightly more intense the second time. Well, at least it's not her dream. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, it is her dream, but it's not, not, that's not her story. <laughs> right. Casey and Casey, they are, like, officially faces now after that interaction with uh, Indy Hartwell, who got something from Dexter, it would seem. Good. I wouldn't mind seeing her on regular TV. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look like she's doing much there. Yeah. Um. Maybe down the line. She's good. Yeah. I can't. I can't. No, I, she, I think I, she's, she's good. Yeah, she's she's well rounded. I don't think she's top tier. Listen, NXT, dude, but as this is a thing like we always talk about, there's places for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody's gonna get all the W's, but you gotta get the W's on somebody. That's true. You know, somebody's gotta be. You know, someone has to lose. Yeah, and it doesn't mean she always has to. You know, mm-hmm. it changes. You know, we all we all win, we all lose. Speaking of, I hope Triple H has some sort of plan for Shotzi. 
I heard the tank's coming back. Yes. I, that's what I hear. That's the rumor. The yes. tank might be coming back, and I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with that. Um, I love it. But she got an entrance this week. She did. That's so, that's. She and, wrestled and, the champ. And a promo in Gorilla. She wrestled the champ. Yeah. Her Twitter's gone again. Aw. Like, just don't do that. Just leave it alone. Mm. Say your shit and leave. No one can mm-hmm. bully you if you don't let them. Mm-hmm. They're a bunch of fucking mark-ass bitches, dude. Like, come on. Come on, Shotzi. Don't let them do that. Don't let them take you away from us. Maybe they're rebranding. I don't know. We'll see about that. We shall see. Time will tell. As I've been known to say. Yeah, you son of a bitch. I know. Go <laughs> to hell. I got it. Listen, last week... You go you to got, hell! Listen, last week you got, and at the end of the day, and so today I, I got I did. will tell. You know, at the end of the day... Um, <laughs> See, you didn't go anywhere. It doesn't count. You just said it. It doesn't count. I know. I just said it to annoy you. I'm Good. sorry. Good. God Good. Damn it. So, uh, Gallus comes up to uh, JB and BJ and say that those titles don't belong here. And they have like a pull apart. So, I guess Gallus is going to fight for the NXT UK tag titles at some point. Yeah. Bring them to Europe. Yep. And then after Braun Breaker beat J.D. McDonough with a power slam off a spear, uh, Tyler Bate comes out, as we discussed with the title. Got eye-to-eye, champ-to-champ, or maybe champ-to-champ. Champ-to-champ. Do you think they'll – oh, do you think they'll unify and then make new Europe titles? Uh, It doesn't make any sense. I agree. Like, you could just – But they're clearly, you know – Booking feel, towards Tyler Bate versus Braun Breaker. I think they'll probably be like a pay-per-view, like a Worlds Collide type of thing. Well, there actually is going to be a Worlds Collide. They announced it already. All right, then. That's where they'll do it. I don't remember the date. I closed the tab. I think it'll just be a match, mm-hmm. you know, just to see. Um, And then go from there. Like, to unify them doesn't make any sense if you're just going to have Europe. The, Europe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree. But it's something they could do. It, it's something they might do. That's true. They could. Is it the right move? Probably not, but they could Correct. do it. <laughs> yep. Moving on to SmackDown, unless there was anything else about NXT you wanted to say? Uh, no. And I don't think anybody can beat Mandy Rose like right now. Mm-hmm. Nor should they. I, I agree. I guess we'll uh, see. As far as far as the women's division, I'm trying to think. Look, there's now, people we like, but no one's really there. As far as the women's division overall in WWE, I don't think anyone is working as well, and I don't think anyone is quite as over as Mandy Rose. Really? Yeah. You not even Bianca Currently. Belair? Correct. Really? She's not doing a whole lot lately. I know, but that doesn't mean she's not over, though. Like, I, well, well, there was an and in there. Okay. All righty. Hmm. Like, if, if you tally the points for A and the points for B, Mandy has a higher score than Bianca. Not by a whole lot. By a bit. Right. We have a difference of opinion. I, I do like Mandy Rose better, but I'm trying to be realistic because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Listen, I like Bianca Belair a lot. I just need to see her more. Make her do more stuff. 
No, I know. I'm not saying you're a hateful bigot. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, Aww. like, we're we're together. <laughs> like, like I agree with you that, you know, I'm like I like both of them, but I I think if it were a case that Mandy Rose is the most over person in the company, she's not on NXT. Like, if it's noticeable to those guys, like, there, that mm-hmm. make these kinds of decisions, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think, like, you, she'd be on there before Braun Breaker, who was wrestled on Raw against Ziggler. Right, but again, different divisions, different plans, sort of different motivations for moving one up. I know. don't know. I just feel like if that's the case, then you're leaving money on the table. Kind of weird, mm-hmm. but it, you know it could be either one. It's like two guys who don't know shit. We get to the middle. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it's true. You know what? Maybe Survivor Series will truly be all all three brands again. I think it it has to be, and just I, I also say the same for the draft. Yeah, I think I'm confident that it's going to be different this year. Now, if NXT is part of the draft, are they going to go for like? The Drews, the Romans, the Baileys, or are they, or are they specifically gonna gonna take? Oh, I'll, I'll take. I don't, even, I don't even fucking know who. I don't take, know. Like, take what, like lower tier guys. I don't know what the rules are, but I'm pretty sure you can't like. What makes sense? Like you can't take. You can't. Well, you, you know what? I don't know what would exempt it. But there has to be some kind of rules because there's rules in like the NFL draft. Like I think like the worst like team, they get like a higher pick. Yeah, worst goes first. Yeah, worst goes first. That's why it's like the Jets that one time went 0 and 16. Yeah. Um, that was intentional. I know. I, I listen. You can just sack a season just to get a better other season. Yeah. Um. But I don't know how they'll do that with these guys. It just doesn't make sense because it's like, why wouldn't you just take all the champions? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be something feasible. I wonder how they'll do it if they'll have, like, a salary cap or something. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. weird because, obviously, you know, I hear wrestling might be a work. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. But. I, I, I hope they do it where it makes sense because they did do it at a time where you could – I think what the way it's going to be is NXT can't draft people from Raw and SmackDown, but Raw and SmackDown can draft from NXT like so, they did before. Yeah, so NXT ends up with no roster at the end. That's silly. Not necessarily because you could just do what you've done already. Like why is Apollo Crews on NXT? It's a great question. There's, they can do that whenever they want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's they don't treat NXT where it's like a promotion. Didn't. Okay, but right now, until we see what happens, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's how it is. Like that, like current universe. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. So like, oh god, I hope I go to NXT. I hope I go. I don't know if that's true. So maybe what they could do is. Like the, it, maybe it'll be like a true shuffle. Like let's let's just say, uh, just to make this easy, the champs are exempt, right? The champs stay where they are. Period. For the the rest of the rosters, all up for grabs. 
Raw picks, SmackDown picks, NXT picks, and they just continue that order. Obviously, Raw will end up getting more picks overall just because they have an extra hour of show. Um, but they'll do it in a way where they keep going until the last person is picked. Period. As opposed to, oh, this person didn't get drafted. What's he going to do? That fucking bullshit story. Well, listen, I think I don't think titles should be off the table because that adds extra intrigue when they do it right. Because mm-hmm. there have been, like, you didn't think, I thought it was a big deal when, like, John Cena was traded to Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, because up until that time, he's always been on SmackDown. That's where he mm-hmm. grew up. You know, that was a big deal. So I guess they could not do it now because it's like we all know already. Because, mm-hmm. like, anything that's happened has happened, but maybe we don't know. Like, something else could happen. So it, it's kind of like cre- if you think about it creatively and from the fan standpoint, it's difficult because if if the U.S. champ is uh, drafted to Raw, then, you know, the IC champ is going to get drafted to SmackDown. Maybe there was a time when both titles were on one show. Yeah, but we knew that was temporary. Yeah, like didn't they draft? Wasn't the Raw and SmackDown titles on the same show? No, they switched the champions. Mm-hmm. And they just switch belts. Yeah. They did it with the tags, and they did it with uh, Charlotte and Becky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not going to do that again, because the fallout from that was just Cause it not was worth stupid. it. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't do that. But, like, I don't know. I think something should be done with the titles. Like, there should only be one women's champion tag team championship. Maybe. Defended on all three shows. Because they did mention that for again. They did on Friday. Mm-hmm. That is dependent on. Interesting. All, so, that, yeah, it could so change. Maybe whoever wins the WWE Women's Tag Titles at Survivor Series will face the NXT Women's Tag Champs in a unification match. Maybe. But as and far it has to be defended on all three shows. Mm-hmm. But as, as, but as far as like the rest the ti- as far as the titles that are only on one show or the other, uh, meaning like the the US, the IC, the NXT titles, I think just from uh, how do we do this standpoint, like it could be easier to either exclude them or do something like US champ versus IC champ and maybe even versus uh North American champ and whoever wins the match decides which show they go to and neither of the other two can go to that show maybe you should do a title match the day of the show right maybe. unless they've done that before uh, I remember they were doing where like you know, they they have like someone from Raw versus someone from SmackDown, and whoever wins the match, their Get the show first. gets a yeah. gets a pick, and that was stupid. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. Okay, say the United States champion gets drafted to SmackDown, mm-hmm. just for this example. I think. That the number one contender for the United States Championship should get a match that day for a chance to keep it there. Okay. I think that adds something to it. 
mm-hmm. and you could do this, you know, maybe that'll be the one title where that's the issue with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do it with like all of them, but let's like, if that's the case, just make that a rule. Like if that's the case, then we'll have a match mm-hmm. and you know, the, the number one contender will have a chance because it's not fair. Like they're the number one contender. And if you move the belt, they start over. I mean, mm-hmm. they should. It's not like they should be automatic, like, if they even get the IC title there. You know what I mean? Right, because assuming, like, anyone, assuming no one that that person is defended against on the original show moves over to the new show also, it's like, well, who'd you beat here? Yeah, like, at least put something where you can't, there is a chance that you can keep it there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying you should or whatever. You could even make that shit, like, it happens, whatever, you got the match. Boom, somebody from Raw causes disqualification or whatever. Just to be like, all right, well, look, sorry, but the champion keeps the belt. You know, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And then the person that's still there is feuding with that other person because they got a problem. Mm -hmm. You cost them the championship forever. They'll never get it now. I wonder how, A, how much ratings, and B, how many social media interactions WWE gets with this draft concept. Because another option, which would just be easier, is to just say, hey, we shuffled the rosters, these are the new rosters. Or, hey, we shuffled the rosters, you'll have to tune in Monday to see who stays and who didn't. Well, you know, there's good things and bad things with both things. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what if they don't live up to the hype? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's but the the gains. I don't know. Like might be better. I don't know. I think the people like the idea of it happening in front of them. Cause like that idea is cool, but it also kind of feels like the supplementary draft. Except they tell you, right? In the supplementary draft, but it's like he's here. There's been situations where that happened, where it's like, all right, he's here now. Mm-hmm. It just it happened, guys. Uh, backstage or the trade or whatever. Um, but I don't hate it. Like if they did that, I'm like, all right, fine. Like I prefer a certain way, but like if it works out, it's like, oh, this is fucking crazy. Or or rather than even like announcing it, have like Drew McIntyre show up on Raw backstage, Adam Pierce, and Pierce is like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, didn't you hear? I, I I'm on I'm on Raw now. He's like, and j- just have Pierce be completely confused. That'd be great, and this isn't your fault, but that would be great if that doesn't happen already. Yeah. Because Drew showed up on Raw. <laughs> but he was just yeah. fucking there. Like, yeah, no use, one cares. I, I use Drew as an example because I no, but I'm, always I'm, mix up the rosters anyway. And by the time I start to remember the roster, they fucking change it up again. Yeah, but dude, the, you're right, though. That shit happens all the time. Mm-hmm. We've always had these moments where, like, what the fuck is the point of the draft? This motherfucker can show up. <laughs> Remember the Corbin rule? Like, Baron Corbin just shows up. Oh, he just well, shows up. Well, he was poor. <laughs> he was broken. He no, no, money. even before that, it's like there was like he could just be anywhere. It's like, oh, I'm I'm on Raw because there's a thing. I'm here for the next two weeks or something. That's happened. It's happened, dude. I don't remember that. Wait, was, I, well, was that am I he, surprised? No. no. Was that when he had, he was money, Mr. Money in the Bank? No. This was more recent. Mm. This was like 
this was before bum ass Corbin. He would just be on Raw. It's like, no, it's an exchange or whatever. I'm special. I'm on both this week or something. It was weird. It's like, and it's not, he's not the only one. I'm just saying, like, people will just be on a thing with the draft and they'll just make up a thing. Oh, it's a one time thing that you can do a thing. You know, people just be where they want to be. They just go where Vince wants them to go, you know? Mm-hmm. But I need you. <laughs> well, it's a new era. This is a super show. <laughs> it's a new era. Hopefully some positive change. It's already here. I'm just saying, like, we got to, like, temper our expectations. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. I don't know how we, we went off on some Because we were talking about the draft. Because yeah, of NXT and the I women's don't. championships, how there should be won. And mm. it was a whole thing. So SmackDown highlights. Everything with Bailey, Io Shirai, Dakota Kai being at ringside. Constantly hearing Bailey was great. Her shouting at Michael Cole. And, of course, Toxic Attraction beating Natty and Sonya to advance in the women's, WWE women's tag title tournament. My favorite quote from Bailey: Her name is Chasey Chain. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Bailey's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, I know, like, yeah, she flubbed the line last week. I didn't say anything about that because you know what? Shit happens, right? Uh, you flub one line, all right, cool. You flub a million lines, you're fucking Mike Adamley and you're fired. I happen to flub all of my lines. Listen, we're not professionals. When we start, <laughs> when we start getting paid for this, then maybe people can mock us for flubbing our lines. And I say no, us because I true. do it all the time too. That's well, kind of my fault, though. I think my favorite <laughs> word is uh, okay. You know, every like every time I move on from one thing to another, like I have no segue or transition, so I say uh, so, yada yada. I Honestly, I like I. I notice, and I, you know, I think nobody's perfect. Mm, thank you. See, and I, that's true. Nobody's perfect. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm always the first to admit now, for the sake of this argument, because you know, I, we're not, you know, nobody's got their best day all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, what we've grown here, this basement bookers podcast, you know, four hundred. And uh, twenty some odd episodes. Um, it's it's been a trip, and I I really like you know I always like doing it because I know Manny's gonna listen, you know. Uh, and I you know I don't like to let the people down, mm-hmm. you know. And and I'm really glad that everybody listens. I'm really glad that the an hour and forty minutes in or whatever it is, and haven't like tried to find and kill us, and that's great. Hmm. Um, because I love all the basement book of verse. Uh, you know, I, I, I see what you guys are doing. You tag in the base of bookers that you listened, you know, Much uh, appreciated. We're, we're, we're an army. Um, but you know, we, we are the basement bookers podcast. I'm sorry. I went on that little rant there, but I think a lot of times people and podcasts, they're not grateful enough to the people that take the time to like, let the word noises of another person into their mind. You know, there's. There's but so much time in a day, and I think it's important to remember that. Indeed. As someone that barely has time to even listen to my own podcast. Yeah, I think about you when I say that. I think about you when I say that. You know, he's on the podcast. He barely has time, but he Mm. makes some time now. Yes. 
So that whole segment was great. The match was great. Bailey is so fucking entertaining. I love it. It's the finish um, that I wanted. It yeah. was the finish that I wanted. I was very happy with it. Mm-hmm. I think... So I heard that WWE applied to trademark the phrase damage control, but it's CTRL, like on a keyboard. Yeah, I don't like that. But also, but I but also all it. caps. Mm-hmm. I get it. They'll probably say it, control. They're not going to say Qatar yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, control. Cool. Yeah. Mm. So... I like that they're called damage control because in a way it's sort of referencing Sasha and Naomi walking out without referencing Sasha and Naomi walking out. It's like, okay, we bring Bailey back finally. And we also bring in EO sky and Dakota Kai. And the, this is damage control. They're doing damage control. Bringing them in is damage control. And it's great. Yeah. I love Bailey. I'm glad she's back at all the right places. And that's mm. great. All mm-hmm. like you know, in the ring, backstage, yeah. ringside, all those places. Shouting at Michael Cole. Great. I at one point I think rattling Michael Cole. I don't yes. I, I'm pretty sure he's fucking annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like damn it, I just now got the fucking voices out of here and you're here now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. Mm. Uh, the next segment also the next segment we we already talked about Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Gold. That was so good. Mm. Travel Chief wants to talk to you. Me. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> and not for nothing to think that we might not have gotten that segment if Wait. not for DUI Uso. If not for him just breaking the law, breaking the law. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't you can't have just one Uso on. I really forgot. I can't believe I forgot that. It's like, yeah, Canada does not like felons. You know what freedom. They sh- you know um, what they should have done. They should have gone. The Usos should have gone through separately and just used the the sober Usos ID twice. That's the move. They're twins. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Like, hey, I think you're different guys. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh. You we all mean, just look alike. Maybe. Uh, so it's, all right. I think they need passports now. Mm. So it has to be a passport. I heard they apply for a second passport. Well, speaking of Canada, mm-hmm. Rich Deriz, we may have gotten toxic attraction for more than one reason. Hmm. So Zoe Stark was injured at Heatwave, right? Yeah, I didn't see that in the news, but I that's sort of a rumor floating around. There's certainly speculation. There's rumors and speculations that Zoe Stark was injured at Heatwave, mm-hmm. and her partner, the Keita Lions, mm-hmm. might not be jabbed. Because Canada has oh. strict rules. Hmm. On certain shots, you have okay. to have, mm-hmm. I think. I, so, I remember hearing that when Garuch went to Canada. So that, so so allegedly, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, they're real strict on that shit. And the science is coming back and it doesn't really support them all that much. But that's another podcast. Yes, moving on. Uh, we had Hit Row interrupt Maximum Male Models. Apparently, Maxine is into... The rap that they did, and uh, her brother 
was a little upset at that. I uh, honestly hit row. That rap was for like white people that don't listen to rap. That's why I liked it. That's why you liked it. Even though I do listen to rap, just not regularly. No, but the rap you listen to is fucking hard. Yeah. And it's from a bygone era. It is. Like, People at stand for mopping shit. I will say. No one told you to turn on Xbox? I'm sorry. My Xbox is rude. It's okay. I like them. I like the idea of them. Mm -hmm. But I need to see more. And it doesn't have to be at the expense of my main monster. I was so <laughs> mad. I was so mad. I was like, why is it got to be? In? He finally has somewhere he belongs. Mm-hmm. Please don't bury Maxwell male models. I really wanted to know. I wanted something for him to go right. Mm-hmm. Like, because that dude, I'm telling you, he has a lot of talent. I'm telling you. Like, he's got, I think. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm going to look like a buffoon later, but I think he has the key components, basement chairs, key components. Mm, he's we need a got, graphic for that. He's, that's right. We do need a graphic for that, but this is a, luckily, this is an audio medium. <laughs> now, the key components that you need, number one, this is very important, Richter is, because anybody could do a move. He's, he's got a special kind of charisma. Okay, there's something there. Maybe you don't agree. You don't have to agree. But he, he's got at, he's got at good athleticism. Mm-hmm. So like, he doesn't even need to do a billion moves. He can just do five of them if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what they are, but I'm telling you, if he just like leans into his strengths, because I think he's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he was on a. Uh, like one of those uh, Xavier Woods things. Like he's a did a little video there that was pretty funny. Like I just think he's funny, man. I think he's a f- the sort of fundamentals. Gotta have that charisma. You gotta have a little bit of athleticism. You don't need that much, just enough to pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can't. You gotta be funny, man. There's gotta be a funny about you, especially when he was talking about how like his journey felt like a cre- like the story mode wrestler in a mm-hmm. WWE 2K game. I don't know. I'll never forget that. It's like, yeah, you're right, dude. It's Eddie, true. Yeah. He, like, he had his, like, non-NXT debut in his home country of Saudi Arabia. And he won. And finally, he doesn't appear to be burdened. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's he got, like, there's not, it doesn't, at least it doesn't look like that. Like, you don't hear him, there's no, his, he's not starting shit. Like, you don't really hear anything bad about him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's cool. He's a cool guy. I think he's really cool. I, I was really entertained with, and I really, I was invested in the storyline he was doing with uh, Mustafa Ali. Dude, that storyline needs to come back. That was great. There's so many, st- dude. Like Ali's tagging what, with uh, Cedric now. Yeah, the thing about that is, I don't want that. I want Triple H to let him do what he wanted to do that Vince shot down. That's what I want. Mustafa Ali for U.S. champ. Yeah, actually. You remember what I'm talking about, the storyline he wanted to do, and they didn't let him. 
oh, man, you guys suck. <laughs> and by you guys, I mean Rich Therese. <laughs> yes. R- R- Rich Therese and Jerry. Members of the Book of Verse that don't have as good a memory as you. I don't know what he was intending to do, but Mustafa Lee was basically going to lead into the fact that you know, he had like this whole little promo thing he put together himself. He's got like an American flag background or whatever and talking to basically like you won't give an opportunity to people that look like him mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and like he after he, that shit got shot down, he asked for a release. If you recall oh, yeah. that oh, hashtag yeah, right. free Ali was going around. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very upset with that. Um and, of course, I'm clumsily doing this, but what he was going for is way better than I can explain. So I believe it. I think that – I really hope that comes to fruition somehow because at least this way, they try so much shit that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Why not try something that just might work? Yeah. Like if someone believes in something, and I think this is important. This is another thing. This is a hidden component. Um. By the way, I'm going to refine those keys. I know they weren't very good, but there's something there. There's something in that pasta that I made. Um, But a a key thing here is if someone believes in something that they actually want to do, they're going to put everything they have into it. Mm -hmm. They'll either sink or they'll swim. What's wrong with giving them a shot? And at least tell them, all right, I'm going to give you five weeks with this. If if it's going if it goes good, because I think five weeks is a good amount of time mm-hmm. to give somebody TV plus social media. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. I can give you the TV time. But that's all I can give you. Everything else is up to you. You can do it any way you want using these avenues. Mm-hmm. But it ha- you have to. Th- we're letting you do this. And then see what happens. Because then there's no excuses. It's like, oh, shit, you guys were right. This isn't working. We'll just do what you want to do. There's been times where shit will just happen and not happen. Like, it just just stop. Yeah. So why not with something else like this? That's all. Like, a lot of things get a lot of time that shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. I like it. Thank you. Literally give it a shot. What do you got to lose, man? You don't even have to give them that much time. Mm-hmm. Like two, three minutes on TV. Like, and you got to have like a match or two in between, you know, mm-hmm. like you got to see this, how the character is telling the story because the character tells the story a different way depending on what their alignment is, you know, and like what they're going to do. Maybe, maybe not. They could just exclusively do vignettes. I mean, they could. But it helps. And it could, it could just get fleshed out more and more to uh, the like the person's vision in social media where they're producing their own thing. Not WWE producing it. Mm. This is true. Because Ali, you know, all, all his social media promos were just him and a camera. It wasn't WWE produced. Also, I mean, I wonder if Vince shot down that idea because maybe not within WWE, but within the country in general, it is kind of true. And he doesn't want to he doesn't want to rock that boat. 
Yeah. Sometimes you gotta rock the boat. Uh, listen, I agree. Hmm. You don't necessarily have to overthrow the whole thing. Just you know, get sh- shake out the uh, the bad eggs or whatever. Yeah, like the government. Yep. All right. Moving on. Uh, Shayna blindsiding Liv Morgan after her match. First of all, I, I mean, I didn't think the match was bad. Match was match was good. It just wasn't spectacular. Yeah, you know, I got one comment on this, and uh, I don't want to make it any longer, but, you know, a lot of people on social media were saying that Shayna Baszler went too far. Um, went too far with what? What she did to Liv Morgan. Now, Not breaking her arm? Let, why can't you just let me finish? Sorry. Go ahead. We all saw what happened. Mm-hmm. I would argue... She didn't go far enough. I think she should have broke that shit. <laughs> I think I think she should have her arm in a sling until fucking cast, Clash of the Castle. And then Shayna Baszler tear that motherfucker off and beat her with it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Rich there is, sometimes you have to let me keep going. Like, I had a plan. <laughs> Sorry. I hate you sometimes, I know. but I love you. If anything <laughs> bad happened to you, I'd be very upset forever. I know. I appreciate it. Same here. I'd, I'd never sue you. <laughs> I, I, I'd never sue you, bro. God damn. Like, you wouldn't have to sue me. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I like the Shayna stopping herself. And I like that she said in in Cardiff, I'll, I'll wait to Cardiff to break your arm. And then I'll when I can break your arm and take the title. Honestly, she didn't go far enough. Uh, listen, you could almost kill a person and still be employed there. I don't know what she means by playing by the rules. Randy Orton set a man on fire. The that was rule book out the window. No, that was within the rules of the match. But it still happened. That doesn't. That doesn't mean. Oh, I guess this wasn't an arm breaking match. Right. That's true. Listen, I'm not the one saying Shayna went too far. I'm also not saying she didn't go far enough. I think she went just far enough. I think her not breaking Liv's arm, saying she'll wait till Cardiff, shows her level of confidence going in, saying she will break Liv's arm in Cardiff and take her title. I agree, Richard Riz. I agree. But let me just say this, and I want to let you know this. That we are only witnessing just the tip of what Shayna Baszler is capable of. Figuratively. And we're going to find out at Clash of the Castle where Liv Morgan gets the full nine. <clears throat> Minutes, at least, of gotcha. wrestling. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Uh, just the kind of highbrow humor you've come to expect from the Basement Booker's podcast, which there is. Indeed. So then we had the main event segment. Uh, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. Drew sets up for the Claymore. Sami Zayn comes from out of nowhere, pushes Roman out of the way, and takes the Claymore himself. Proving, I think, I would like to think, that he is a true member of the bloodline. That he's in it to help. Honestly, I think if there's hope for Sami Zayn, then there's hope for us. Mm-hmm. We could we could maybe be an official oose. Oh, we are officially the official podcast of the Isle of Relevancy. I know, but that's not close enough. Mm. I want to be in the circle, Richter is. Mm. 
You know, I want to hang out with the tribal chief. I want to sit in silence in the presence of the tribal chief, as is custom for me. Mm. It'd be great. It would be great. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to talk to him. Talk to him just like Sami Zayn did. I don't know, man. It's kind of like the thing about Sami Zayn is like, I don't know if he realizes that he's like mortal. Like, I know I'm mortal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're in the presence of the most powerful being. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you catch him in a bad mood? Like, yeah, I, I think he just thinks that Roman actually believes all the bullshit he's spewing. So he thinks he's safe. Imagine you're Superman's kid, but he likes to hit his kids. You know? Mm-hmm. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Your life could be over. Like, who's going to protect you? You know? There's no Batman in this universe. Right. <laughs> <There's> no one. <laughs> mm. I remember... that, that, sorry, you just reminded me of Invincible. When does that come back? I don't know. But, like, I don't know what brought this on, but, like, we were watching something. And I'm like... Like, oh, yeah, cause I, I think it was because we were talking about, like, Bane for some reason. Like, what if you're, like, Bane's ex-girlfriend, you know, and you leave him because he likes to hit you? Hmm. Like, with, is there, like, a maximum security, like, battered woman shelter in the DC universe? Because, like, there's no way that's not a thing where you have to protect women from super-powered abusers. Hmm. You know, I... I know the weird shit I think about doesn't make a lot of sense, but well, you gotta per- think about it. Yeah, that that makes actually makes perfect sense. It makes so much sense. It's like, it's comic book breaking. Yeah, because well, mm-hmm. because because like shit like that. Like if normal humans would do that, superheroes would do that too, and they're probably not, uh, you know, dating super, you know, other soups. Let's just call them soups, right? For the sake time. of argument, yeah. Yeah. They're probably not dating soups all the time. They're probably dating regular mortals. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we all know a great power comes and chance you'll be a right cunt or whatever yeah. the butcher says. But, yeah. um, yeah, because, like, I thought about it because in Marvel, I, I think it's Marvel. Is it Marvel? Either way, Marvel and DC have their own. Marvel has damage control. Huh. And Damage Control is yep. a company sponsored by, I believe, Tony Stark. At all the battles, they clean up. You know what I mean? They clean up the shit, basically. That makes sense. That seems like a necessary service. So there's got to be, like, other things. And it's like, you know, like, if you think about how shitty, like you said, regular, real human people are, mm-hmm. if they have superpowers, they're just sh- they just shitty people with superpowers, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. So there's something to think about there. Like, Instead of a black guy, you get a broken orbital bone or worse. Yeah, or, you know, you, you, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're dead. So, no, <laughs> worse is, that, that is under the banner of worse. What do we got here? Uh, she's been skull fucks her. <laughs> Straight through. Jesus Christ. He's back again. All right, back to the podcast. <laughs> All right. All right, that was dark, but, you know, mm-hmm. it happen. Hmm. We had a vignette from Karen Cross. His, uh, 
his calling card, as they called it. I mean, it's an hourglass. You could. It's call a it calling glass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can call it an hourglass. Uh, was left in Drew McIntyre's dressing room. That made Drew Mac. It was hidden behind Drew's jacket, and that made him Drew not want to take his jacket. Did you see that? It, dude, he is uh from a from a from the old world, you know, and they have superstitions. So maybe he doesn't want any bad juju. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy to say I think it's official that that stupid sword is gone forever. Has not been seen hmm. since Triple H took over. I think we'll see it at Clash. Please, God, no. I think we'll only see. if it's, it's involved Cardiff. in an entrance. If it's an involved, if it's involved in an entrance, and he just fucking leaves it there, mm-hmm. then fine. Obviously, but you know you, he doesn't come out with it. Like Viz would have him sleep with that thing if he could. Mm-hmm. That's true. There's no way he's beating Roman. We don't know that he didn't sleep with it. That is true. I want I want pictures. Damn it. <laughs> we have surveillance cameras everywhere in your house. Yeah, it's in the so contract. Drew winning would be you know the the feel good home. Kingdom story. He's yeah. Not his home country. He's in some kingdom. Yeah, but the tribal chief has to at least pass Gunter. Right. You know. Do uh, I wonder if the Usos can get into Wales. No, they can. That they'll be fine. They, okay. they, 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 I don't. I don't think it's like that for them. I don't know. It's not like they have outstanding warrants. I think you can travel. I don't think they have a don't leave town hmm. on them or one of them. Okay. I mean, who knows? Even so, you still have Sammy. Like, why didn't Jimmy just say, yo, Jay, get a second passport? Rich, you know, you can't, like, advertise how to get around the law on TV with a publicly traded company, as you love known to say. I know. I know. Look, I, guess, I know. I, I mean, I guess... <laughs> Like, if they saw them both on TV, then they'd be like, wait a second, how'd they get here, eh? Yeah, but, uh... And then they'd both be stuck there. That is true. Because I think, you know, if if you fuck with a passport, like, if you use someone else's passport, I'm pretty sure that's a felony. At least in the U.S. In Canada, I imagine it's, like, the Canadian equivalent. Yeah, the death penalty. Jeez. Well, I don't make the laws up there. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do anything. <laughs> and I'm not suggesting people do this. No, of course I'm, I'm not. Ju- I'm just That's saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm, you, I'm, you, we don't suggest anything like that. Yeah, I'm just saying if, like, if my job is to not travel, and I could think of this, if your job is to travel, maybe you probably could have thought of that. Yeah. Maybe management didn't want them to. Look, Rich, there is there's enough going on over there. We don't need to dive deep into why we didn't get the fucking Usos on SmackDown and why we won't, you know, we're, we're going to have them in Cardiff. I Yeah, I, I think we had a better SmackDown because of it, thanks to Sami Zayn. Well, Sami Zayn to the rescue. Mm-hmm. And uh, rumor has it that they, Sami and KO might get a title shot. Interesting. 
that seems like natural progression. Because, mm-hmm. like, eventually the the bloodlines, they, it looks like they're going to flip Sami Zayn or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have to necessarily. They could do it like a nuance where he hasn't changed. It's just that you guys are a dick to me and I'm going to fucking be tag team champions with my best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've just been exploiting him. I mean, that would be the great team right there. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens beating the Usos for the tag team championships, the undisputed tag team championships. That'd be great. Crazy. They could be like our version of FTR, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like two top guys doing top guy stuff. Yeah. All right. So I not hate that at all. We're we're a couple weeks. I know I know the podcast has run long so far, but we haven't speculated yet as to who might jump back to WWE now that Triple H is taking over. Uh okay. I mean everyone. <clears throat> like everyone. Honest, everyone. Uh no, I mean I bet Ruby Soho would. Yeah. She's a Triple H gal. Not uh, not not Brandon Anderson. No, he's done. Yeah. Like he doesn't he's not exactly best buds with Triple H. Mm-hmm. Um, really? I didn't know that. No, well, I don't know. I it, it doesn't seem like they would be. I don't know. I well, I, I just think You're right, man. I don't know. Still won't clear him. Yeah. Well, what? No, the, the he they had no they weren't they, they, he wrestled his last match. It's not like they had a problem with clearing him. That's oh, yeah, not why he true. left. I forgot. Shock. He just didn't re-sign him because he wanted to wrestle Daniel Garcia. Mm. Yeah. And he no, wanted WWE. That's my to guess. The, and he <laughs> wanted the WWE to open the door to uh, New Japan. I mean, that could happen, though. You know, it could still happen. Uh, but not him. Khan was trying for it. See, the thing about Brandon, he's mm-hmm. there for the art of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So he wants to wrestle everyone. Like, he doesn't care. That's that's why I don't think, like, when it's all said and done, his name is going to be like a steamboat or like a Rick, maybe like a steamboat, but not like a Ric Flair, mm-hmm. you know, because he just wrestles everybody. Yeah. Flair was wrestling the best in every territory. Yeah. He just like, I'm sorry. I don't see anything in Daniel Garcia. I'm not I don't care for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in the future. He's going to, if he, like, you know, keeps it up, gets bigger a little bit, you know, more convincing. Like, he's Mm -hmm. got great technique. He'll be a great, like, you know, technical wrestler, like, in the future. But right now, he's not it for me. You know, he's not my cup of tea. I'm sure he is for a lot of people, including yourself. But it's like, dude, you're, like, eventually you devalue, like, what it means to beat you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And, like, I get it. Like, he doesn't care about shit like that because he just likes wrestling. Mm -hmm. But I just – I think it just makes it less impactful if everybody's just beating you. Yeah. You know, like, it's great that you say you're the best technical wrestler in the world, but if everybody fucking beats you, what does that mean? Right. Like, what exactly are you the best at again? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I thought Brooklyn Brawler was pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so probably not Jericho. Nah, I think Jericho. Well, it depends. Like it depends where 
where AEW is at when they're done with him or mm-hmm. where his contract is. But I, I feel like he I could be wrong that he's all in, you know? Yeah. Especially it's like there's no you're not going to get any more freedom than that. Mm-hmm. If you're Chris Jericho, if you're the Young Bucks, if you're Kenny Omega, you know, but I think Kenny Omega would. Really? Like, I don't know if he can now because of his condition. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why wouldn't he? Yeah, now's not a great time for him to be negotiating. Exactly, because it's like, why wouldn't he? It's mm-hmm. like, everybody could just joke around, oh, WWE isn't all that. But it's like, he's never wrestled there. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you want to at least once? Like, that's the place. Kenny versus Cody at Mania. I'd rather watch Kenny versus... Um, AJ. Kenny cool. versus AJ. Um, I would even go as far as to say uh, Mustafa Ali. That would be good. Like I, he's not like a big star yet, but he could be. I think. Um, uh, listen, I don't disagree, but I think Kenny versus AJ, especially with the Bullet Club tie-in. Yeah, but would... dude, that goes without saying. I'm just fantasy booking right now. Like, that's the realistic one. That's the one that you definitely have. I'm just looking for other things. True. Like that. Like you'd be an idiot not to do Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles. But just think Ken... about what AJ Styles came in. What AJ Styles came in his first feud with with who? Mm. Like AJ came in. The first person he wrestled was Roman Reigns in the Royal Rumble for a little bit. And I think it was Chris Jericho he actually wrestled. I think Chris Jericho beat him at WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because yeah, because they were like they were his first feud was was definitely with Chris Jericho because he was a face. He was feuded Mm -hmm. with Jericho. Yeah. Okay. You take my word for it. What about Kenny versus Theory? I would I would love to see Kenny just get blown up by Theory. Like, and I'd be gas tank wise. Yeah. Like, maybe if, like, all right, but for the dream scenario, Kenny Omega has to be 100%. Yeah. But I, I, I think Theory would be the better wrestler, I guess. He's younger, his and his style is more WWE style. Yeah. Um, I don't know. People are gonna shit on me for that. You could just, you can, guys. Like, it's, it's just a difference of opinion. Mm. Um, cause like, like I don't think you really see how good theory is all the time on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, to, you gotta like see him, like you see him do things. Yeah, you gotta see him in like a in a, like a twenty minute match. Like, you we, gotta like, see him in a gym. Yeah. yeah, like you see him in a fucking. A gym for a Catholic school, man. Let me tell you something. This guy can go. Um, I think FDR would actually stay. They would stay because they did what they had to do at the E. Mm-hmm. Unless they want to wrestle the Usos at this level. Because that's different, I think. I think they'd be the kind of guys that would want that match. The FTR. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, they wrestled the Usos, but they didn't wrestle the Bloodline Usos. Like they're they're on a different level right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. So that may I don't know if they would, but maybe they would. Well, it's Hunter. But then again, you know what? 
I disagree. They won't because there's one thing that people forget. And you, you got to pay attention to the interviews these guys have. After what happened to FTR at that Raw 25, mm-hmm. they'll never come back. Like, it has to be like a big, like, truck, money truck. Because I don't remember if it was Dax or the other one, but they were really hurt by that. That Triple H would do them like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they really didn't. You remember, right? Yeah, like, they didn't shake their hands backstage. They didn't thank them, right? Yeah, even that. Yeah, like, nothing. And you know firsthand how Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't think I forgot about that. Like, you know. When I saw them at um, Comic-Con, I was kind of surprised they didn't send in security to clear out the bathroom so they could go to the bathroom in private. Yep. That's exactly what you said when we discussed it here. Like, I don't remember, but I believe you. Yeah. That, well, this could be someone else's first episode is what I'm saying. So it could it's, be. It's good to let people know these things. Common that, theme, I have a severe case of CRS, which if you don't know, stands for can't remember shit. So. Yeah, but you did. You'll never forget that. That's right. Because it was the only Comic-Con I went to and I was in the bathroom at the same time. I was on my way out as Scott Hall and Kevin Nash came in and. Like literally larger than life. Like two they were they were two heads taller than everyone else in there. I believe you. Cause like the only wrestler I hung out with like at Comic Con because when I talked to Christian Cage and well Mandy Cage and uh Sonya was sitting. So Yeah, true. It's, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But and also they're ladies. But like yeah, like Christian Cage is like a little bit above normal. Like, he's a he's regular not like, dude. He's like a guy. Yeah. You know, like me. Mm. You know? Um, but yeah, those guys. Like, Except I, he likes making fun of people whose dads died. Yeah. You can see them from far away. Like, those guys. Like, mm-hmm. so. Hey, how's your dad? I mean, I've seen Ric Flair. Uh, he was sitting, though. So. Yeah. Signing shit. Long mm-hmm. time ago. Um. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Tangent. Um, yeah, the, like that's those are like really the main ones that come to mind. I, I just don't know if anyone else would. I didn't want back. to say the obvious was like Robin Reigns versus Kenny, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know who else would. What about OGs that would just come? You Such know? As? I don't know. Like, wouldn't Orange Cassidy be an original? Like you oh, think he would? Oh, AEW originals. Yeah. Uh, well, not exactly like their original. Like people, everyone comes from somewhere. I don't know how well his gimmick would work in WWE, even though it is Hunter's WWE, not Vince's. Oh, we forgot about Malachi Black. He'd go back. He'd go back for Hunter. Hmm. I, Malachi Black was a Hunter guy. I'm pretty sure. He probably was. Malachi Black, Andrade Wood, 100% Andrade mm. Wood. Um, I I wonder if it's Andrade who they talk to. Because, mm. like, mm. I would use that as a fucking tactic to get more money. Um, Maybe it's not Andrade, because, like, 
unless you could because you could get through Andrade through a proxy. Yeah. So it's not not a big deal there. Um, it's true. I don't know if the Hardy brothers would. I think I think Jeff's done. Honestly, like I like done with like wrestling. I don't think they'll let him back. Then again, they did. They don't care if Kenny Omega is like 100 percent. He's like 30 percent. They let him do whatever. So who knows? Kenny Kenny at 30 percent is better than a lot. Like seeing Kenny the way he was there, though, it made me worry more about Brian Daniel Denner Denner Denner. Because it's like Lord knows what could happen to him because these people just let you do whatever you fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Well, they you know they do have the, they did have the protocol where if you get a headache uh, within eight days you can't wrestle. Okay, but what if you don't tell them? How do they know you have the headache? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that's true. You'd have to trust these guys. Like, can you trust a junkie? Like. He's a junkie for wrestling. He is. He really is. Do anything to fucking have a car crash. I could picture him with a probo. It's like if 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 him and Moxley were feuding or something. Mm-hmm. You know something, Moxley? I'm a lot like you. I'm a junkie. <laughs> but unlike you, there is no rehab for what I have. There's no temporary fix. I need professional wrestling. Some shit like that. Shit, Daniel Bryan, Brandon Anderson, is a young Ric Flair. Oh, my God. Shit, dude. It's scarier, though, because Flair, at least, didn't wrestle the same kind of style Daniel does. Mm-hmm. You know? Could you imagine if Flair had fucking concussion issues from doing style, you know? Well, the flare flop. Yeah, but that's not the same as fucking the shit that he gets into. It's true. With his flying headbutts and shit. And... Mm-hmm. But God bless him. He's still so, doing the damn thing. Yeah. So does Mox go back? Um. No. You know why? Nope. That shit better be TV 14. Or, Mm -hmm. listen, I get to bleed at least once a show. Yeah. And publicly traded company, as you love to say. Well, I mean, we could just call that the Cody Clause. Sure, but Cody hasn't bled yet. Not externally. You don't. That doesn't have to be freaking put in black and white for TV, though. You know, rated what I mean? red. <laughs> it's rated red for realness. Yes. Um, I don't know. Claudio's not going back. Claudio's not going back. Like he's he's all he's kind of like Brian Dander 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 Dander, mm-hmm. but at least he stopped doing topes. So yeah, and you know, Cla- between Claudio and FTR in particular. I feel like they don't go back because they can wrestle New Japan guys. They can wrestle AAA guys where they are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's also Ring of Honor starting up again at some point, allegedly. Eventually, sometime down the line or whatever, et cetera. (laughs) So does Gresham go to Triple H? 
if the, if Tony lets him out. Yeah, I was going to say, he's still... Yeah, how come there's not a free Gresham hashtag going on, man? Like, you don't care about him because it's AEW, you know? I don't not know. you, I mean the people. Yeah. It's like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> you know? Like, the same people who just shit on WWE. I don't see none of you guys crying for the freedom of Gresham. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Um, where you at? Um... Yeah, if you let him go, sure. Why not? Dude is super talented. And I've said it before. Dude got so fucked over. Yeah, man. Look, you know. It everyone... made no sense. I was ta- I was talking to a couple of buddies at work, more, more than just Mark this time, about um, how Gresham, first of all, the heel turn came out of nowhere. Dropping the title immediately after the heel turn didn't make any sense. And... Especially considering Gresham had carried the flag of Ring of Honor through the pandemic, right? Yep. Defending it, like, wherever, like, out, even outside of Ring of Honor, because Ring of Honor had closed its doors. That sounds even, to me like an essential worker. Yeah, even even without a contract, you have a chance. Now, I understand, you know, Claudio has always wanted the Ring of Honor title, but Gresham is literally representing Ring of Honor. Turning him heel didn't make any sense, and he didn't do anything with it. He then, like, you know, kayfabe sold a, sold his faction to uh, Prince Nana, right? Yeah. And then dropping the belt? You had the opportunity to build the credibility of this new brand by having its champion successfully defend against one of the best in the world, period. And you don't do it. Claudio could have gotten another chance later on once you got Ring of Honor going. But in the meantime, Gresham had carried Ring of Honor through the pandemic without like without TV and everything. Let him carry it until you get TV. Yeah. I I, I think what it is, it might be like an ego thing and the ego being Tony Khan's mm-hmm. and also Gresham's. You know, no one's writing this really. Like, it's one of those things where I feel like somebody came at somebody the wrong way, you know, and I don't mean like coming at them, but like, you know, how you respond to somebody and how Mm -hmm. how they respond to you, you know, it's a tenuous relationship. One is, you know, this is a financial thing. He's purchased the company. He's technically your new boss, but he doesn't know you. You I remember. Yeah, I remember the story from a few weeks ago talking about that. That um, he only met Tony Khan like four hours before the pay-per-view. Yeah, it's like meet the new boss. Yeah. The new boss, you know? So I like I don't know who is at fault for that. I don't know if uh, if Tony Khan expects, you know, new hirees to, you know, want to book an appointment to just to introduce themselves. But maybe, I, I don't know, Tony Khan, aren't you the one with a secretary or personal assistant as the billionaire that you should want to meet the champion of this company you bought yeah i mean there's I, a lot yeah like there's a lot we don't know but a lot like i don't see i think at least eight times out of ten tony khan is is probably the one that fucked this whole thing up yeah i mean we're not there you know what i mean yeah but I think it's more likely that he is the the yeah. fault of this. Um, yeah. But 
I think I'm gonna start the free free Gresham hashtag later. And go for it. Maybe everybody should. I mean, what are your thoughts? Be you know, you know, hashtag free Gresham. Your thoughts on you know what you think about him? And yeah, I think, I mean, he'll be fine there. You know, as long as he doesn't let his ego, you know, because that's wrestlers have that. I'm not yeah. saying that he does, but you know, um, I'm just saying like. Doesn't Gresham, like, isn't his girlfriend the one that was talking shit about Benoit? Yeah, but she did a 180 on that. It doesn't matter. Like, she did it in the first place. She did. And it wasn't until she was shamed that she decided to, you know, recant or change what she said. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if everyone was like, Slay Queen, she would have just kept going with it. So... She shot her shot. People disagreed, and I was like, "Yeah, my bad." Mm-hmm. Um, Strowman, you think Strowman but, could come back? And Jordan Grace, poss- that's her name. Possibly, but like, so going back to Jordan Grace, like, at least she didn't double down. I mean, at least she didn't double down. But I'm saying because she saw where the wind was blowing, she would have doubled down if. You know, people were on her side. Maybe. Espe- and I, I, I really think the one that really did it was Conan. It was Conan who got her to her senses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because he knew the guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anywho. Thank you for reminding me of that. You're welcome. I'm <laughs> reminding you of a lot of things. This is like a Basement Booker's catch-up episode for Rich Riz. Like uh, every case, episode. <laughs> yeah, in case anybody, you know, what if you don't know, you know, I don't know. Um, Yeah, we, we could speculate forever, you know, yeah. and we, who would leave. Um, We didn't even talk about the ladies. Only yeah. one of them. So Yeah, but before that, not for nothing, I wouldn't be surprised. Did you, did you <coughs> say it might have been MJF? Because it might have been MJF. Yeah. You said MJF, okay. Yeah, it might have been MJF. Mm-hmm. And he would if he had the, you know, I think that's part of why he wants to get fired. Mm-hmm. If it's true, if we're not being worked, don't worry, guys. I still think, I think it's a possibility. It's a work. I, I saw something that Meltzer said that MJF might possibly be returning any time now. That sounds like you're you're just throwing so, shit out there. Yeah. It's like, uh, listen, within 10 day, within 10 years, MJF will be back. Yeah. And where? I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere. I didn't say where. Because I'm not he'll saying where. He'll be somewhere. He'll be somewhere. He'll, he'll be somewhere. However, He's the somewhere click, right now. However, whatever, however I want to put the clickbait. Yeah. Um, And I'm calling it right now. I'm shooting my shot right here like Richter is. Do not be surprised if MJF is involved in that fucking title match. Um, interference mm. on Wednesday. Just saying. Even though your boy's like, maybe MJF is coming back, maybe somewhere. I don't know. I don't know if that's because of that, but I think it's a possibility. Because right now, no one's really talking about it except for us. Well, a lot of people are, but I'm saying, like, overall in the AEW zeitgeist, it's, it's out of the window. They don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. So They're successfully distracted by other shinies. Yeah, the fact that Kenny Omega can barely move. <laughs> and, um, you know, CM Punk is showing everybody 
the kind of person he is. And there's a famous saying, when someone shows you who tells you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. Just believe that what you're seeing, unless this is a work, in which case I will apologize not to CM Punk, but I will apologize. But I, I tried to tell you guys, he's a he he is somebody he, who definitely gets high on his own farts. Hmm. He'll just take his hand and you know, hang on a second. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's flavor country. That's why he's straight edge. Because he's got his own farts. Mm. He doesn't need that. Ah, oh, that's what's fucking him up. See the bags under his eyes? That's what's getting high off his own farts. There you go. Philip, get help. Talk you about getting help. high. That, is that literally getting high on your own supply? That is the very definition. That's what they meant when they were when that when that, that term was uh, came about. I was there. The Ten Fart Commandments. Yeah, I was there. You know? Um... But yeah, so we 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 could have an eight-hour podcast on speculating on who goes over there. We could because so. they have a million people in AEW. There's like a million people. Sign everyone. Mm-hmm. And I really hope, and this is my hope, that one day a superstar shows up on Monday Night Raw or whatever, formerly of AEW, because Tony Khan was too busy either snorting blow or smelling Kenny Omega's butt. Or, I'm sorry, not Kenny Omega, because I like Kenny Omega now. Hmm. Smelling CM Punk's butt, because he too wants to get a high off those farts while he's doing blow. Uh Careful, Tony. And let someone who's awesome just not even know that their shit's fucking done. And they just show up on Raw. Like, Like they did with Jericho. Yep. That oh, was magic. Oh, my God. You, the only thing that would make this hilarious that it is Jericho. <laughs> like, again, like he wasn't even paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like there's something in the, like he had a clause put in there. It's like if he just decides he wants to go, he could just go. <laughs> Imagine there's a, there's a clause in Jericho's contract that if Vince retires, his con- uh, he can leave AEW anytime he wants. Bro, that would and be Tony, the, and Tony Khan agrees to it because that's never that'll happening. never happen. <laughs> if it does happen, it's because I bought them. Yep. <laughs> and then where are you gonna go? Then where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go, Chris? You gonna come here? <laughs> and you're also gonna wanna sniff these farts with me. <laughs> uh, I need a fucking fart sniffer theme song. I don't know if it's appropriate, but should this episode be called High on CM Punk's Farts or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> High on CM Punk's Supply. <laughs> yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, that it's... sounds like it's the end of the show this week. Uh, as far as get in touch with us, you could do so. We encourage it. We would love to hear from you. Basementpokers at gmail.com. We got the Twitters also at Basement Bookers, at Basement Jer, at Rich the Riz. Uh, Instagram, Basement Bookers Pod, it's there. We got the Facebook page. Just type in Basement Bookers, we'll come right up. And as far as where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever, you get your podcasts. And Joe's got a party message. Oh, uh, look, I wanted the podcast to keep going, but Rich the Riz, before the podcast, told me that. 
these peasants will get no more than two and a half hours from me. Uh, he said that. Not not me, because I'm a man of the people, and I love everybody. And that's why I'm your basement champ. Uh, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count! And do what the man says. Follow the booker! Follow the booker.